This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric, and joined alongside me, as always, Chris. How we doing? How we feeling? How's it going, man? Feeling great. I am feeling great. Yeah, I could tell with your apparel. I checked the last couple weeks. You've been wearing that same hat. So, if anything, it, it looks like it's the same episode every week. It does. I mean, you usually wear black, so... Yeah. I mean, I mean, luckily, I haven't been able to really upload because of a bunch of issues that have been going on, but, you know... I'm trying. <laughs> it's, the, it's the end of the semester. Um, me and Chris are both in college right now, finishing up. You got one more day. You got two yep. more days. Tomorrow doesn't really count. I kind of, I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. So. So that's kind of what I was like today. I was so off technically, today. I sh- I should be done already, but unfortunately, yeah. I got another day to go. But you know, I'm excited. I'm ready to just go back to work and make some money before I go back to school. Oh, again. definitely, definitely. So, um, wow, week 15. I don't even have the games pulled up. I'm a mess today. Um. But how how are we feeling about the, about you know these games and heading into playoffs? Because listen, these might be the worst slate of games all year, and it, what only really matters is the standings and how we're looking going into the playoffs. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Like a, a lot of this doesn't really, you know, you know if it's bad teams going up against bad teams, or if like there's teams that just don't have a shot. Like for example, Dolphins, Giants didn't have any yeah. significant value to anything. Yeah. So. That that's pretty much what I mean by that. But how'd you feel about you know teams playoff wise and you know seedings that got moved around? San Francisco Forty ers again got moved over to the five seed. Yeah, I mean, th- there was a bunch of. I feel like it was a it was an even mix. There were a lot of the games were not great. Like there were blowouts or they started to get close towards the end, so it wasn't really like oh they weren't great until maybe the end. But uh, then there was a there was a handful I'd say that were pretty exciting, but. For the most part, I'd say I feel like other than uh, Sunday night, the primetime games were not great. No, wait, not great. You didn't like the Bills Steelers? I said other than Sunday night. Oh, the, other than Sunday, yeah, night. yeah I like that game. But yeah. I was kind of nervous though because I think originally it was going to be Vikings Chargers before it got flexed. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and that would have been entertaining, but unfortunately the Chargers here really can't put up a fight against good teams. No, um, Bills Steelers. Uh, this is really this is the uh, I don't know how long it's been, but the, the Bills haven't been on Sunday Night Football in a very long time. I think it was since like the nineties. Yeah, I think it was like ninety nine or something. That's something like that. I think they're they're good enough now to be on Sunday Night Football. I just thought yeah. they were more like this. This was this was an impressive win for me because oh yeah, I, I kind of called them out last week saying they were pretenders really because we look I looked at their schedule and a lot of teams that they've been going up against are different teams back then as opposed to now. Like if I re- I think we we went in depth with it. I don't know yeah, if I did. Yeah. But I mean, it's true. But that's a that's a big win for the Bills, man. Oh and yeah. And I don't know if you saw on Instagram um, when they got back and landed. Um, they were waiting. Uh, there were fans waiting outside. Uh, you know, the fence by the airport, mm-hmm. and it was like negative two outside. And there's all these fans out there waiting for waiting for the Bills to get off the flight. And Josh Allen was hype about it. He was hanging out with fans and stuff. I love that. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, Bills Mafia is. Amazing. I mean, they haven't, as we mentioned, they haven't been great in a long time. The last no, time, no, they deserve they had this ten win season. They deserve like was in the nineties when I think pretty sure around that time was the time where they went four years in a row to the Super Bowl and didn't win. How do you feel about Doug McDermott? I don't, I don't really know. I feel like he's he's getting it done, obviously, but I don't know come playoff time how he's going to be. No, and I think they're hyping him up a little bit too much because they're saying uh, they made the playoffs 
two out of the last three seasons. And mind you, the first time, if it was because the Bengals won that they were able to get into yeah, the playoffs, yeah, yeah. and it like it ended the drought that they had. But it came yeah. down to that. Like mathematically, they were kind of out. But you know, it was one of those weird situations. If this team loses, this team wins, and whatever, then they make it into the playoffs, and that's exactly what happened. Take that away. This is their first playoff appearance. Either way, I think they're in good hands. You know, Doug McDermott is pretty legit as as a head coach. But again, we're gonna have to see come playoff time because that with that year that they made it in, they were kicked. They they got knocked out the first round. Yeah. So it's kind of like, are you going to do the same thing every year where you have a decent year and you end up making the playoffs and you go in and you're out the first round? Like, mind you, a lot of teams would die to be making the playoffs every single year. And even if they're knocked out in the first round, you come back next year at least hoping to do somewhat better. But getting knocked out in the first round, first round, it's kind of like why bother at that yeah. point. Yeah, that was like with the uh, Bengals and with the Chiefs. Whenever they would make it, there was that that whole joke that they're going to get knocked out first round. I mean, I don't even know how to feel about that because as a Giants fan, and listen, this is one of the worst seasons they've had in a very, very long time. I don't know if I'd rather you know continue to keep rebuilding and find a great team that could get past the first round, or you know have a consistent team every single year go eight and eight or maybe you know have like a you know a 10 win season maybe or close to it close to that at least and make the first round and get knocked out uh, i don't know yeah i mean i feel like on the nfc um definitely but also maybe a little bit in, through the afc i feel like these teams 10 wins you, you might not even be in which is insane yeah that's like i feel like you know a couple of years back you got 10 wins you're looked at as one of the better teams yeah now it's like, oh, you have. There's 10, a lot of teams with ten wins. That's right what I'm now. saying. Now you have ten wins, and there you might not even make the playoffs. Like that, that's crazy to me. It is. Um. Anyway, a lot of news this week, especially yesterday <laughs> on Monday. Oh yeah. Uh. So where do we even start? I know where to start. I know where to start too. It's about a man that just couldn't stay off the weed. Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely without pay by the NFL. Um, for violating the substance abuse policy, which means he's back on the weed. And it's like, how many chances does he get? This has been the fifth time. Yep. And it's a lot of, and you know, he's been with the Browns for the majority of his career, but hasn't really been present. Mm-hmm. You know, they've given him opportunity after opportunity, and they finally decided to move past with him. And he had a new resurgence with the Patriots, where if you're under Bill Belichick, you should be able to go. Like, you, you should be okay. Like, he'll keep you in check. And, you know, the, the success and the, the rapport that they have in the locker room, no, none of that should be an issue, really. It happened. Yeah. They left the door open for him. He came back. He had one injury. They decided to move on from him. I still believe it was a mistake on, on their part because they acquired Sanu. And, you know, they have guys in their locker room like Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry, who's back from injury. And, you know, who else is in their wide receiving core? I know it's Julian Edelman. That's an obvious one. But I'm saying a couple oh, other Phillip guys. Dorsett. They have Dorsett still, yeah. Um, so why move on from Josh Gordon? I'll never know. Um, but they decided to do that. He comes off of injury and he gets claimed off waivers by the Seattle Seahawks, who had con- considered a legitimate wide receiving core after he came around. And even before that, they were doing okay with DK Metcalf. Yeah. DK Metcalf. <laughs> and uh, Tyler Lockett. Um, but they needed that one other guy to really help Russell Wilson downfield. And, and I don't know if you saw that one big play he made yesterday. It was like he caught a ball with his fingertips. Like, yeah. Russell Wilson launched it into the air. He caught it. And it was like, this is the guy that he needed. And then this comes out and it's like, that's a real bummer, man. 
does do you see him coming back in the league at all? The okay. only argument I think he possibly has is, as we talked about as we were setting everything up, is that the MLB is now allowing players to use weed. So I feel like you know maybe he can use that as a as kind of a comparison and say you know okay these other athletes are using it and maybe they're going to make it legal soon. So I mean for right now I don't think he's going to be allowed back in, but you know I, he might use that as some leeway. And that's off to the MLB man because now you don't even have to worry about weed. Like that's one of the main things like in sports people get in trouble for, yeah. especially in this case for Josh Gordon. But when it comes to football that's still not a thing. You know Le'Veon Bell's gotten caught with that a couple times. I feel like people tend to forget about that. He's missed significant time due yeah. to smoking weed. And I think it's more beneficial for the players in a sense that, you know, if the league does not have to worry about that, then they don't have to worry about, you know, all the other hard stuff. Because if they're so if they're so restricted to weed, that means they're going to try to get the hard stuff even more, you know, to try to avoid anything. You know, I, I don't know how to go in depth with this, but it's kind of just like make it easier for the players, make it easier on yourself as, you know, a, a business like the NFL where you allow these players to do that where if you hear these stories of retired players people smoke weed before every single game yeah so it's kind of like you know if you get caught you get caught so it's like these guys are still doing it whether it's banned or not these guys are still doing it why not just uplift it you know these a lot of people just you know a lot of players describe weed as you know a substance that helps them with their injuries more than anything yeah i know a lot of people have talked about that and now within recent years it's been medically legal in certain states so it's it's on its way i don't know if it's fully there i don't know if it's close yeah for the nfl but I, it's I here for know. the mlb and hats off to the mlb man because listen for for baseball which is less physically taxing on your body as the nfl is it's like if they're able to push forward like that for mlb players and i'm sure there's a lot of players that are excited about that because oh, imagine because yeah. especially pitchers think about pitchers for a second you only start every couple days yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing in the meantime? <laughs> Get high before the game because you have to sit there in the bullpen the whole time. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> these guys are going to be high every single game. But for the NFL and, and and for a lot of NBA players, I remember didn't they have that documentary where like Matt Barnes and a couple other people they were just saying how like yeah, we, everyone smokes weed like before the game like you have no idea. It's just whoever gets caught is yeah know, that's the topic of discussion. But I think the the NFL or since the MLB started doing that. Maybe they'll start making a push for it. But like you said, I don't know if it's close. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I think it should be a thing. I don't know. What, what's your, like, take? I mean, I feel like it, it should be... Because I feel like you're yeah, kind we... of informed about it, but I don't know if you have, like, a specific side that you're going with. Yeah, I mean, what's going to be difficult is it's not like alcohol where you can kind of limit it and say, all right, like, you know... The, like you, you you have a breathalyzer and you're you've had enough like how are you going to know when enough is enough and how are you going to know with because each person could be different so you can't sit here and say okay well players are allowed to smoke weed but only this amount you like it's going to be very hard to monitor i feel like that's the problem you're I either going to have to just legalize it completely in terms of like the the league or the u.s or whatever country it is or you don't and i feel like that's why they're at where they are what makes the situation even worse a bit for Josh Gordon is the fact that he's in Seattle where yeah. it's legal, yeah. but like it's not legal for the NFL. Yeah, that, that uh, doesn't make any sense to me. That probably made it much harder for him as opposed to him being in, you know, New England. Yeah, that that I don't understand. I mean, I, I get that, like I mentioned, I get that legalizing weed is a relatively newer thing, but for for some players to be able to legally go around and smoke it and then the league still doesn't allow it, I get it. It's your job. You have to adhere to the rules, but 
but they definitely don't monitor it too well. So it's yeah. like they're hitting home for these guys that get caught, and Josh Gordon is, you know, I, I don't know if you, I, do you remember? I don't, there was memes going around at the time where it was like Calvin Johnson and a couple of other guys, they smoked weed oh, before yeah. every game. Oh, yeah. And so everyone's just like, how was Josh Gordon the one getting caught? It's just, yeah. happens well, be, twice, be, they're going to look, they're going to I was just going to say, at that point, you're, you're the target, <laughs> and they're going to go right after you. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, with Le'Veon Bell with his random drug test, he said, like, I'm done. Because they, they, they're trying to find something. Like, they know that he's had issues in the past, and they're going after him. But how many times did Le'Veon Bell get caught? Twice? Because I remember um, he got four-game suspensions twice or something like that. I, it might have been twice, because I think the four-game suspensions, I think he split it. I think he had four games to start one season and four games for the other. Yeah, because I remember it was like a whole topic of discussion in fantasy. You yeah. Know, like, you know, he's a number one pick, but like... You know, he gets those suspensions. Uh, yeah, you can't pre- really do anything for I'm the first four sure weeks. I'm pretty sure it was around two times, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't think say, it was just once. If you ever got if you got caught another time, you think you'd be suspended indefinitely? I don't um, know. I, don't, I really don't know the rules, but I, yeah, assume, I, don't, I, I assume three times you're out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I would assume it. Uh, at that point, I would assume at bare minimum the season. At bare minimum, he'd be out for the season. Yeah. Maybe indefinitely, but at bare minimum that season. Yeah. Um. In other news, and I, again, just to kind of you know top off this discussion is kind of it's it's a shame because josh gordon is such a talented player and he was looking to be in seattle for the long haul and i don't know if they're going to keep the door open for him or or whatever because i remember back in cleveland it took him for a while a while to get reinstated yeah and now it's been a little bit easier for him because he's been you know i gotta give credit to his pr person or something or you know whoever is putting out those public you know um what, what are they called like just uh what is it not an announcement I'm missing the word. Oh, um, statements! Oh public, my yeah. gosh! I was gonna say you're I'm not so talking sorry. About public service. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's putting his PR person's putting out these statements and like believable. He's like, I'm trying to get help. I'm trying to do this, and when I'm back fully healthy, all I'm gonna be committed to football. And it's just like you believe it, and this is the fifth time it's happened. So it's yeah. kind of like. I don't know. I don't know if he could trust him anymore. I don't know if he gets reinstated anytime soon. I mean, what's going to be very... It's just the fact that he's way too talented. He's too, oh, too yeah. talented. To... I, I mean, and what's going to be very difficult is that if the NFL does end up legalizing, you know, they follow suit with the MLB and they end up legalizing it, now how are you going to tell him he can't come back? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's going to be an issue. And then other players, maybe if they got fined, let's say, you know, they got a fine or a suspension from, like, right before it happened. Let's say it was the season before or carrying forward like they they got caught at the end of the year and they're going to carry forward to that year and then they legalize it now how are you going to keep that intact it's going to be very difficult i don't know five times is a lot that yeah that that's where that's where it's kind of like it's a rough thing because it's like okay i i I get that maybe they shouldn't be as strict and they're clearly targeting him but he's also not completely not out of blame i I got the notification while driving i I really thought it was a joke yeah i was like i I didn't think this could possibly happen again he went a while like i don't even know it wasn't it wasn't even a while without doing anything because you know when he first got when he first came back to the browns and got traded to the patriots that he went basically half a season or maybe a little more you know getting that championship and nothing was happening i thought this would that was you know his cure i know i thought he was good I was I was finishing up an online exam and I saw like my my phone go off and I kind of looked and I looked back at my exam and then I looked back at my phone and I said no way like this is not this is not real because I got it from I think Bleacher Report first and then I got it from NFL. It yeah, was not. I was not happy. Not good at all. In other news, um, Terrell Suggs got released by the the Cardinals. Yep. And he wanted to get picked up in the waivers by the Ravens. 
And he wanted to go back, and he wants to go to a contender. And he ends up getting claimed by the Chiefs. And what were the other other notable teams that were in play also? I think the Saints were in there. Maybe the Cowboys or Rams. Maybe. I don't remember all of them. But I know the Saints were definitely in there. I know the Saints were in there. Saints are very active in the waivers. They want oh, to pick yeah. up anyone they can get. Um, I'm still trying to find the exact thing. I'm pulling it up on Twitter right now. But Yeah, but I know. Um, for, I know he said he was sure. threatening to not report to team if he wasn't claimed by the Ravens. Yeah. I think him returning there would have been nice. But what do you think about him? You know, now he's now he's now going to return. He's going to report to team um, with the Chiefs now. Now that he's claimed, but what do you think of that pickup there? It's going to be very interesting if they end up playing each other later in the playoffs. Yeah, that's going to be very Should interesting. Be interesting. I think the fact that you know Pat Mahomes and like you know the fact that also their head coach is Andy Reid that probably swayed him a little more to report the team because he could have retired after you know being like oh basically by yeah. the ravens and instead he went to the cardinals and he wasn't too imba- doing bad as a late but the way they no. were using him wasn't too wasn't the way he really wanted to um yeah originally he said he wanted to end up in baltimore but multiple teams are interested in claiming him he said why let uh why let the rich get richer um <laughs> what else here i remember i saw his jersey but yeah, that should be interesting, and they verse each other in the playoffs later on. Um, well, well, who is there? Because who do they have in the front right now? They have Chris Jones, um, a couple other guys there. I'm struggling with names right now. For the Chiefs, the Chiefs front line. So I think Terrell Suggs is really going to help him out a bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much of them to be honest. I don't, I don't. Really I know, know Chris Jones is having a really good season. Yeah, I know. Had, they- had a slow start though, but he's picking it up. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too familiar with their their D line. Yeah, their interior is a little a little iffy to me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I don't know too many, they must not be doing great. Because I feel like I would have seen more. Well, stuff they definitely on need them. help. That's why they put the claim yeah. in the first place. They'll take any help they can get. Because Tyron Matthew can't do all the work for him. Uh, let's take a look at their defensive front. Oh yeah, Alex Okafor. I forgot about him. Chris Jones is the defensive end. Um, Frank Clark. Frank Clark, I've but he, he has not having a good year. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I the name. That's why we forgot always, because yeah. we talked about him. He got franchise tagged by the Seahawks. He wasn't about that, and so they ended up giving him the trade over to the to Kansas City, and now he's not doing as great. So he's getting nope. all that money for whatever, but the Chiefs have money to spend. So they bring in, um, they bring in Terrell Suggs to the mix. I think that's going to help them. Uh, I'm not sure the like how much they're actually he's actually going to help them but definitely that veteran presence is going to help them 100 percent um what else we got here oh yeah janoris jenkins uh so after (laughs) i don't think we even talked about the whole thing that happened with him but it happened so fast i I don't really fast within like two days i was gonna say i think that's why i think it was in between us recording yes and it was like a day or two after we recorded, and then all of this happened within the, a day or two after that. So, so just to give a little context, Norris Jenkins went on his Twitter account, and he started posting his stats. Um, and someone replied saying, has any of those stats amounted to any wins? And he was like, I can only do my job, and then proceeded to say the derogatory term um, with the R word to make things plain and simple. But Yeah. And I'm not going to repeat it, but he said that as a professional athlete, and he ended up putting an apology out there, like a statement. But the tweet was never deleted. <laughs> so, and then uh, on top of that, he has a chance to redeem himself with the media the next day. They go into the locker room, they start talking to him, they start asking him about the tweets, they start asking him why did he say that, and all that. 
and he was just like you know that was just like the slang of like growing up and stuff like that and obviously a lot of people have grown up with that slang it's it's not he's not wrong there i believe him but he he just didn't want to answer any of the questions so he just kept saying like next question so he was yeah. avoiding it he couldn't like, he didn't apologize he didn't do anything he like, did not handle it no well. he did not handle it well and so there was a little bit of an outcry if the giants didn't release him within the next two days they ended up releasing him like within the next day and he's gone and the saints decided to pick him up and he's reunited with eli, eli apple. apple yeah I but mean, that I doesn't know. really help their corner situation like at all i don't know how no. well Gen- i mean janoris jenkins listen he did put up his stats and the stats are true he is doing okay for, yeah. for his position but he did get burnt by mike evans that's the thing everyone remembers but he will get burnt every now and then but i don't know how he, he's going to adjust to a different team but i'm saddened that he was moved without any anything back like the giants last year at the deadline they were going to give him over to the chiefs yeah and probably get it like a third or a fourth or something like that and now they just they just released them so it's like i wish we got something out of him but i don't know how he's going to do with the saints i don't know i don't know i don't know what role is he going to take over eli apple like i really don't know because he's not taking over marshall Lattimore. no and what happened to marcus williams i mean he's he's there too but he's a nickel guy i don't think janoris plays the nickel no no not at all but you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't know I it's, feel like Janoris Jenkins at the start. Listen, he's on a contender now, so he's going to be making the playoffs. Yeah, uh, they're probably going to try to involve him right away because he, he's a good enough player to get accumulated with the defense. But how well is he going to do? I couldn't tell you <laughs> because he's been with the Giants so long, and the Giants as a unit and just haven't done well. So no one is really good. Yeah, um, but I, I feel as though he'll be okay. Yeah, but I, I just wouldn't be surprised if he got burnt. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of having yeah. trouble putting an opinion on this whole thing. What do you think of that? Um, you know, pick up by them. On, I mean, waivers. when you texted me that and you told me, because I hadn't even heard you were it. Really, are you serious? Yeah, I was yeah. not happy. I mean, lucky for him, he. Uh, I don't think. Are this? I don't think the Saints are playing the Bucks anymore, so he doesn't have to deal with Mike Evans again. Right. But uh, I just, I was not. Like, I get. I guess I get the move. But I just again, like, we're still trying to figure out where is he going to fit in. Is he going to be someone yeah. that kind of comes in and, and subs in and out every he once in a while? He probably will. He just like, got picked. Is... Well, for one thing, he just got picked up. Yeah. Another thing, I don't know if he's down to just be like swapping in and out all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. I don't, because with New York, and even when he was on the Rams prior to going to New York, he was always the guy. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how they're going to utilize him. I mean, I know he's now a little bit older, but... I don't know if you're going to kind of take Eli Apple out now. Like, I, I don't really know what you're going to do. Because, like I said, Marshawn Lattimore could be having a down year. They're not taking him out. Yeah. They're not benching him. No, so definitely not. So, it's either going to be they're benching Eli Apple or they're benching Williams and they're moving Apple to the slot. Right. That's it. Like, I don't I don't see any other. They're not taking down Lattimore. So, that's, that's it. So, what other news we got here? We got a couple things. Um, I just ran over it for a second. Oh, so this is the most recent news that I, I've gotten. And remind me if I'm missing anything else, because I know I will. But uh, Team News, the Lions owner, Martha Ford, announced that head coach Matt Patricia will return for the 2020 season. Matt Patricia um, mm-hmm. has a record of 9-20 and 20 and 1 through the first two seasons of being the head coach for the Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Lions GM Bob Quinn will also be retained, according to Ford. Ford issued the following statement on her decision to retain Patricia and Quinn for another season. We expect to be a playoff contender next year. 
Sorry for laughing. Uh, th- those are our expectations, which we've expressed to both Bob and to Matt for it said. Listen, they're really bad right now. And there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a lot of injuries. They just put Matt Patricia on IR. That's another thing no, of They note. did not put Matt Patricia on IR. Right He's now. still coaching. You mean Matt Stafford? Oh, no, Matt Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. I was going to say, where are you going with that? No, Matt Stafford is now on IR. Um, which is going to end his season. Carryon Johnson is just getting back. I think he's trying to have like a rehab game kind of. Yeah, he's to trying see to where come he's back. at. Again, it was a mis- meniscus tear. You really want to get out there and, and kind of gauge if there's any setbacks or anything like that. Darius Slay has been injured here, and in you know, you know, sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't, and whatever. Um, he's very active on Twitter though, and you know, what else? They have they have a lot of other injuries as well, and it's just like, was that the right move? considering all these injuries and it's only been two seasons i think that's why i I think those two things put together i think because they're missing their quarterback and when you think about it missing your your quarterback bails you out yes i feel like that is kind of like all right you know they were do they started off pretty well they were doing great in the beginning of the season and then they started to slow down and then they lost stafford and then it's just continued to slow down and i feel like the uh the management and just kind of looking at it as all right well i kind of want to get you know, the first year, it's always going to be rough, and it's going to be kind of an adjustment. The second year, he's had this this injury to Stafford, and then there's been a few other injury, key injuries, but he's had that injury to Stafford, and I feel like, you know, this, this third year is going to be big because if you're going to have your main guys healthy and you're now adjusted to the system, there's no excuses anymore. So I feel like that's kind of what they're setting them up for. This is the year to kind of it's, – it's a make-or-break year. I guess so, but listen – more injuries, and I almost forgot T.J. Hawkinson. He was their first-round yep, draft choice. He's out. IR. And we're ta- and I mention this all the time, and this is something I've said on the podcast a very long time ago. It's also on Instagram. You can check it out. I said, why is a defensive-minded head coach drafting a tight end in the first round? You already have Logan Thomas. Why bother you know, spending the pick on someone like that when all the talent is in the first round? And listen, yeah. T.J. Hawkinson is very talented. He went to Iowa. Same thing with Noah Fant. And Noah Fant's really starting to flourish. Um, having that kind of you know one-two punch with him and Drew Locke, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never really thought Matt Stafford was a big tight end type guy. He, I feel like when he goes to the end zone, he's either looking to run the ball, and if that's not the case, he's going to Galladay or he's going to to Marvin Jones. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just that's just the way they run things, you know, over there in Detroit. That's just the way it is. And Bevel, you know, who's their offensive coordinator. He'll probably like to run the ball even more. And as you can see, Bo Scarborough has been doing okay. Yeah. And if Carrion Johnson's there, I, I feel like at the beginning of the season, he was having a pretty solid season before all the injuries happened. And I, I mentioned way, way early on, if he, he could stay healthy, I think they'll be okay in the running game, which will open things up in the passing game. But again, that doesn't really do anything for you when you know everyone's hurt. That's yeah. how, and even the star guy in the backfield, which is Matt Stafford. And... You know, it, it's just it, it's unfortunate for that, and I, I think he'll want to run the ball more. But I don't know if that was the right choice there, having T.J. Hawkinson be your number eight pick. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was definitely an interesting, uh, interesting pick. A lot of opportunities you could have done trade down, do something. You know, yeah, something I, strategic. Yeah, to that, get a defensive guy at least in there, because again, you got, um, you know, they just signed Snacks to a deal, they mm-hmm. just signed Slay to a deal, so they're making the right moves there. But and then. But you get rid of guys like Ansa and the, you know all these other things. Maybe you could have gotten an interior guy or someone else. They, but they also had a uh, what's his name, Demps, they right? Got, wait, what was that? Didn't they have Quinn? What is it? Is that his name Quinn Demps? Is that his name? Was it? Are you talking? He, he's on the Seahawks now. 
Quandre Diggs. Quandre Diggs. I was like, not that was them. bad. That was one Quandre of the worst Diggs. decisions they could have ever made. Quandre that was Diggs. a fireable offense right there. He's now yeah. hurt now. But with the Seahawks, he fit in right away. He did really well. And why get rid of a guy like that? Exactly. For, so, for, they gave him away for a fifth. I don't know. That was not not good. Not No, not not a good decision at all. Make more good. of those decisions, Matt Patricia. He'll be out the door by gateway week two next year. Um, anyway, any other news I'm missing here before we get into this? these slate of games that weren't too great but uh, ready yeah <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of anything all right let's get into it let's start with thursday night jets ravens not gonna spend too much time on this and i say this all the time because this was a shellacking that we were probably expecting and a lot of people were expecting because oh yeah you know the jets even though they've been on and off all season the ravens have been on all season they've won the last two games are now 12 and 2 after this win after winning 42 to 21 against the new york jets and the jets were on the road um, in Baltimore at Bmore outside the bank. Um, if you have an issue with that, come see me. Um, the Jets are five and nine. They're not going anywhere. But it's like, what? What's going on with Adam Gase and Sam Darnold? Are they clicking okay, or are they just putting on a face for us to see that, to make sure everything is okay? Because I don't know if you saw on the sideline. But he was talking to Adam Gase. Did you see that video that came out? Yeah. And he said something. And the backup quarterback, I forgot his yeah. name, he was in shock. Yeah, he was. I think he was in shock because, listen, Sam Darnold is one of the nicest guys, like, of all time. Like, he, he's going to, you know, cooperate. He's just, he's a team player. So I think he finally stepped up for himself and said something and uh, to Adam Gase that, you know, maybe he wasn't expecting. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was just... It's been such a rough season for for the Jets. I mean, just figuring you, things out, they've had a really tough time. Yeah, I mean, and you, you know, with the Slavion Bell situation, exactly. who knows? And they might look, they might move on from him at the end of the season. I know, and I mean, you bring him in, you bring in C.J. Mosley. You almost had uh, what's his name, Anthony Barr. You almost had him in. Uh, that's kind of a good thing. They probably did. Yeah, and, and and now it's it's just kind of like, ah, uh, you just it's. They are not having good luck at all. Ooh, breaking news. The Cowboys are signing former Super Bowl MVP linebacker Malcolm Smith. Really? Yeah. I guess that means uh, Van Der Esch is probably going to be done for a while. He's probably going to be on IR. I was going to say, he hasn't played in, for a couple weeks, so that's what I'm assuming. He's he's going to be done. And uh, I'm assuming they're taking the assumption that they're going to be uh, in the playoffs. Well, I assume the Cowboys are actually going to – well, Maybe. Right now they're tied with the Eagles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So and they go up week, against each other. This couple very week. That's probably the game of the week for me. Oh, yeah. It's like who's winning this NFC East? They really exactly. want to know. Um, but you know, well, what was I going to say? What, the Jets are probably looking to give to get you know send Jamal Adams probably over to the Cowboys if they're looking to make a run for him too. What happens if the game ends in a tie? Imagine what happens because you you go to overtime, you tie, you don't go to a second overtime. Do they like make it happen? Like what? What do you do? Because it's not a playoff game, so you know what I'm saying. Like by technically, there's no reason for them to keep playing till there's a winner, but there is. So what do you do? I'm gonna say, <laughs> uh, I feel like I would base it off the type of wins they would get. Because listen, yeah. the, the Cowboys they just beat the Rams, mm-hmm. and who was before that? They lost before that. They did lose before that. It was the Bears, right? Yeah, it was a uh, was that the Thanksgiving game? No, no, they lost to the Bills and then the and they lost to the Bills. Yeah. I think it was I the don't Bills. know. I just know it's not going to end up in a tie. They played but... the Bills and the Bears relatively recently. Yes. <laughs> That's all I know. And they lost to both. Yeah. 
but they beat the Rams by like 20 points. A lot. Oh, I, I don't I don't understand it. But I, I don't think that's going to be a thing. But, yeah, back to the Jets and the Ravens. Sorry <laughs> to get off topic there. Um, Sam Donald, 18 for 32, 218 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, that pick was bad. It was like yeah. right right to the Ravens. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, good. I don't I don't know what we're kinda expecting it. This defense is way too good and Le'Veon Bell's getting nothing going on the ground, but he finally got twenty one carries, you know? He he finally got the amount of carries he that should he have. should be getting like that's probably in his contract or something. He should be getting a certain amount of carries per game. Uh Jameson Crowder, six for ninety, two touchdowns. And he did drop that one in the end zone. That was but then he like made up right, for it. right in his hands. And then he made Wide a open. harder catch. And he did the harder catch. He went to like the side, like the the side of the end zone. Yeah, where it's like there's hands all over <laughs> his body and like where he uh, on his hands where he's gonna catch the ball. And he somehow catches it, made up for it. That would have ended bad if they didn't get that touchdown. Yeah, but, I, I remember you, know, you texted me and you were just like, "How did he? You drop can't that? drop that. You can't." He was wide open. I don't. Someone busted a coverage because he was wide open. Wide open. But he made up for it a second later, so that's good at least. Uh, Robbie Anderson, four for 66. And what else can I say about this Jets team? I expect them to lose. But Lamar Jackson, here's the real thing that I want to talk about. He only had 15 completions, 212 yards, and five touchdowns. That's insane. What's crazy about the Ravens is, why do you, wh- I want you to answer this question for me. How come when they're already up by a lot, they keep pounding? Are they looking to make a statement? Are they mad? Like are they just, They're just... Winning to the best of their ability, I don't know, but literally they they were up towards the end of the game. They put Robert Griffin in, they're like, let's go, let's start yeah, scoring. Yeah, they just they just kept going. They could have probably taken Lamar Jackson out like a while before. Cause oh they, yeah, again, it's forty two to twenty one, but it wasn't anywhere near like no, that. they they definitely could have taken him out earlier. But it was the Justin just... score all the fourth quarter. I mean the third quarter, sorry, and then yeah, they scored fourteen in the fourth. Yeah, I mean it was. <laughs> I don't know that that was. I mean, I guess you're. I think they're I, sending a message. I mean, I guess at that point when you're putting in some backups, you kind of want to see what you want to get out of your backups, you know, because injuries happen in this league all the time and you never know, you know, what, what's going to happen. You have no idea. I guess so. Those guys are having so much fun, though. And that kind of makes me miss football a little bit because, you know, when you're having fun and you oh, just yeah. keep winning, it's just like it's, it's the best feeling ever. And I think that's going to carry them over and possibly win a championship. I still think they're they're in the best position right now. They're in the driver's seat. After that, you know, 49ers loss, I don't know. what I, I didn't know what to think. But, yeah. you know. I don't think that's the end of the world for them either. Um, nothing happened with Robert Griffin. I don't know why I said that, but I'm saying like they kept pushing Lamar Jackson to keep scoring. Yeah. Even though they really didn't need to. Oh, yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson only carried the ball eight times for 86 yards, but he did pass Michael Vick Michael Vick in r- rushing yards in a, in single, a, season, in a yeah. single season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he and he's going to be well above it because... There's still uh, there's still two more games left. Yeah. So I mean I know that they're talking about benching him. Oh, you got you got to bench him week seventeen. Don't even but, bother. But I mean it's I don't know. There's uh the the he's still got a lot more. He he can he, he can maybe get twelve hundred rushing yards. That's most likely. That's crazy. That is crazy. But again, the big question is how long can he do that for? But in this game, he didn't have to rush for over a hundred yards to make a statement. Again, he threw the ball. Only 15 times and got five touchdowns out of it. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's, no, it's nothing like we've ever seen before. No, it's working. I mean, it yeah, that w- it was just a strange game. I mean, Mark Ingram also fits super well in this offense. Oh yeah, that dude runs hard. 
He's having fun. Like 13 carries, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Doesn't sound like the craziest stat line, but the way you see him running so aggressive out there, it's just like that's the type of guy to set the tone in the running game. And oh, yeah. that's what sets up everything for Lamar Jackson to do his fake outs and to do his run pass options and all these other types of moves and stuff like that. Um, Seth Roberts gets a touchdown. Mark Andrews gets a touchdown, one of his favorite targets. Hollywood Brown gets a touchdown. Mark Ingram gets a receiving touchdown as well. Miles Boykin gets a touchdown. So it's like whatever the system they're running here, it's working, man. And uh, they're moving on to next week, and they're heading into the playoffs, you know, as happy as can be. And they got the, they got the Browns, and that's one of their losses that they had earlier in the season was to the Browns. Yeah, very so, strange. But I feel like it's two different teams this point oh yeah because by the time they did lose to the browns at that point um everyone was just thinking like oh maybe the ravens are just pretenders because they only ended up beating the dolphins and the cardinals and at the beginning of the season people thought they were the craziest thing like you know the craziest thing to come about that people thought something was going to happen but then the browns happened and they were just like maybe they're not so good because well, they, yeah, had I two, mean, they had two losses in a row and ever since then they haven't lost i mean that was the thing they uh at that point the ravens were looked at as pretenders and the uh the, so the, the Browns Niners. were looked at as contenders, and then yeah. now that's swapped. Oh, yeah. That, did you hear the another report? Apparently the whole Browns team, or a majority of them, were yelling, were yelling yeah. to the Cardinals, come get me. First of all, at least wait for a better team to come get you. Are yeah, they, I don't... Unless I don't, you're sending a message that's just like, I just want out of here. Just put me on a different yeah. team. I just want to get out of here. That, that's the vibe I was getting, that they're just kind of... They just want out. Yeah. Because clearly if you're yelling at a team that... I don't think is much better. Yeah. I, I think that that's just, you're just trying to prove a point. Yeah, at this point. I, I think you're sending a message to Kitchens. But we'll get into that a little later. Let's talk about Bears-Packers, which almost ended in a crazy play. And oh, if, you, yeah. if you take a look at the film. You just need to throw the Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, he's that's in the it. end zone. <sighs> that would have been crazy for one thing. Luckily, I'm in the championship of my fantasy league. But I ended up benching Allen Robinson because I'm like, oh, Adam Thielen's back. Big mistake. Never do that. Coming off injury. At least get, like warm up a little bit. I was just afraid he was going to go off for 30 in his first game back. So I'm like, I guess I need to start him. But anyway, back to the game. It's like this could have ended, you know. All they needed was a two-point two, two point conversion after yeah. making that, right? So maybe it could have ended in, a, in something crazy. But, you know, the Packers still coming out on top. They're 11-3. and three. Uh, The Bears are 7-7. and seven. They're at 500 right now. Uh, Mr. Bisky threw a lot. 29 for 53 uh 29 completions 53 attempts 334 yards touchdown two picks um still don't want to run David Montgomery okay I understand it he likes Allen Robinson Allen Robinson has been you know doing very very well I feel like he he's always been, he's just been the guy I feel like he always shreds the the Packers secondary yeah I mean he's been the guy week, and week one he destroyed them too he had seven receptions for like 100 yards he did it again seven receptions 125 yards I'm telling you, man, if he was on the Packers, who knows what kind of damage this guy would do. He would be putting up probably like 1,500-yard seasons. He's probably he's the number one. Yeah, he would he would be putting up crazy numbers because he's already looked at as a pretty good receiver already, and he has not had much talent throwing to him over his career. Yeah. I mean, Give I'm, him I'm glad he's finding production out of, you know, Mitch what, he, what he's got. What yeah. he's got right now, and the offense are trying to run. Um, also, Anthony Miller, nine receptions. 118 yards, a touchdown. It's a lot he, of yards. He's getting a lot more involved too, yeah. Tariq Cohen, seven receptions, 57 yards. He's pretty much a wide receiver at this point. He's not running the ball anymore yeah. like he did last year. Um, but, yeah, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 16 completions. Only had one touchdown as opposed to Lamar Jackson's 15 completions and five, <laughs> five touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> he had 203 yards. 
Um, I, I'm starting to notice each and every game now, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to do as much work as he used to do. No, not at all. Um, because now we got Aaron Jones running in for two touchdowns. He only had 13 carries, 51 yards. Um, Devontae Adams gets seven receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Fun fact, you know who has more touchdowns than Devontae Adams? How many does he have? Four. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. He has five <laughs> touchdowns. I saw that. He has five <laughs> touchdowns, right? Five receiving touchdowns, and, and, and that's a whole other stat line. Someone was arguing that. I forget who it was. Odell has two. Yeah, someone was arguing, and, and they were like, oh, well, they were talking about him, Devontae Adams, because they were like, oh, well, he was hurt, and, and everyone was like. I mean, it's true. And everyone was like, there is no reason that like a third string quarterback who plays every position should have more receiving no. touchdowns no. than Devontae Adams unless he missed the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason. I mean, it's yeah, he was out for a, a, a decent amount of time, but but still, like that's just the, I feel like receivers this year are just not getting too much production. I feel like it's it's a lot of I feel like they're getting a lot of yards, but I feel like they're not getting a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I feel like it's getting spread out a lot in a lot of teams. So taking a look at the NFC playoff picture after 15 weeks, we got the Seahawks at the number one uh, spot there. They're at 11 and three. The number two seed is the Packers. They're 11 and three. The three seeds are uh, three seed is the Saints. They're 11 and three also. Um, then the Cowboys at seven and seven, and at number five we got the 49ers at 11 and three. Yep, the Cowboys who are seven and seven are the four seed. And the Niners, eleven and three, are at the five. Uh, the, the Vikings are not in the hunt anymore. They are seated. They're yeah. number six, ten and four. Rams are in the hunt at eight and six, and the Eagles are seven and seven. So depending on what happens this weekend, we should see a big change in these standings. Oh yeah. So that's gonna be a big game to watch, hundred percent. Oh uh, yes. Uh, I'm not sure what else to add on this game. It really came down to that last play. Um, they kept it close. Again, it's a tough division game. But, again, the Packers stayed on top. Not much else to say there. patriots Bengals. This should have been more of a blowout. Listen, this From game, the beginning. This game ended 34-13. to And it, they kept it close at the beginning of the game. It was um, very close. Yeah, 7-10 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, the bank and you know ended up being thirteen to ten by the by halftime, and then that's when things started really kicking into high gear. But the New England Patriots are now eleven and three, um, and the Cincinnati Bengals with their their loss to the Patriots, being one and thirteen, they officially clinched the number one spot. See what I don't understand is or the NFL is draft. why were they continuously targeting Stephon Gilmore? I don't know because they, they a lot didn't of people... do it early, and then that's what cost them the game. Do you blame? Andy Dalton in that scenario, or do you blame Zach Taylor? I mean, at the end of the day... I would Dalton's, say Dalton would be smart enough to not go that way. But I'm saying at the end of the day, he's the one throwing it. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it comes listen, down to... I get you listen 50 to coach, in passing yeah, touchdowns and <laughs> passing yards. That's, that's ridiculous, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why he decided to do that. Maybe he was proving a point. <laughs> but and, and he, he don't just go to got Diggs. destroyed. I mean, he he gave up no catches and got two interceptions, and yeah. one of them was a pick six. He's the most dangerous. And player, you want to know? Defensive player. Want to know what league. gets me angry about that? He was on the Bills. Why would the Bills give him to a division rival? I don't know. Why would they do that? I look back at that all the time, and I'm just like, how? I mean, now did they have Chadarius White. Congrats! But can you imagine having both of them? They could have yeah. had that. They yeah. could have had and that. Their defense is like decent, right? Exactly. Now. And it would have been Gilmore. even better. I don't know, man. I don't know. But Stephon Gilmore is something else, dude. Absolutely a, a talented player. He's not even fair. He's no. not. He's not even fair. 
because what's scarier what what's scarier listen you could have a loud mouth and like very caricatured corner who gets picks every now and then like you know every couple games and you know maybe two picks and you know maybe one for a pick six or something like that Stefan Gilmore is so good that he doesn't need to get an interception he's just no. always doing his job like yeah. he's has not I don't think he's allowed a passing touchdown this year uh, I, don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know the Patriots themselves have not given up a lot of passing touchdowns. No, but to Stephon Gilmore, there hasn't been any touchdowns coming out of that. So. That's just, that's not even, jeez. <laughs> Dude, if you're, if you're, I'm not going to do the math right now, but if you calculated the past three games that Tom Brady has played and, you know, minus any garbage time that he had with the Texans, his passing yards has been just awful. Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna finish in career lows, I think, in touchdowns and yards. People keep saying he's gonna be out. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't quite, know about that. I don't know why that's become a thing. I think it's just everybody in the league with really high hopes that they're hoping he leaves. Because I, I mean, why hope that he leaves? Because like, I, you can have all these career lows all he wants. They're still an eleven and three team. Yeah, I mean, but when you look at it in terms of like uh, in terms of every other team. This this team has got been around like they're a dynasty. They have been around since basically 2000. They've kind of like started around that point. They they have been crazy with Belichick and Brady. Those two have been like lights out basically since since 2000, since almost the time we were born. That leads me into my next almost thing, the time. They've also we were been born. cheating since we were born. That is true because they had someone filming an interview or something. Yeah, at the previous game the Bengals played. And they just released the footage of him get of the, of the guy getting in trouble for it. It's just like, why? What is going on? That yeah, I clearly, mean, clearly you're clearly looking for some footage on. Oh, the definitely. Things. Yeah, yeah. When it, that got released, yeah, you can tell that is exactly what they were doing. And the but guy it, was just like, I could delete it right now. Yeah, he was trying to just Dude, get out of it. And it, I, I found it so funny that the uh, that the Bengals guy was like, he started laughing. He goes, "It's too late now for you, buddy." Yeah, he was like, <laughs> "Dude, the damage is done." Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm looking up. I, I, Don LeGreco went off yesterday. Uh, talking about this whole situation, he he's he's over it. <laughs> he was just like, no wonder they haven't been fumbling over the past like ten years is because they, they've been deflating the ball. It's all on up there right now. You tore him down both times but, you played. But wrong is wrong. Of course. And this is this is getting a little ridiculous here. But this whole idea, well, Bill Belichick didn't know, but he's the one that can gather that information and spin it into something because he's a genius. He's a mad scientist. But he also <laughs> he's got a problem. Because they've already got busted twice for other scandals, including Belichick himself for Spygate. You're this brazen to, to, to try to get an inside track to beat the 1-12 Bengals? That's true. I'm sorry, man. That's just bad. And you know what? The NFL's got to do something about it, man, because they spin your face. It's, it's true. Because they've been involved in scandals, been suspended, fined, draft picks taken away, and they're still doing it. So right now, Major League Baseball and the NFL, they both are going to be competing on what they're going to do with their cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do something because obviously there are teams that feel like I can cheat because at the end of the day, with the championship I can win and with the money that I can get, it doesn't matter what you do to me. Take my draft picks away. Take, find me. Suspend me. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop me from doing it. So these sports have to come up with something to stop these crazy people from doing this. They're cheating. It's like they're fifth graders on a math test. My God. But I'm sorry. I, listen, Belichick is a genius. I give you that. I mean, he helped my team win two Super Bowls as the defensive coordinator, okay? But I'm sorry. It's a yeah, but. 
Bill Belichick's a genius. Yeah, but look at the cheating. <laughs> Patriots, what a great dynasty. Yeah, but look at the scandals. No wonder they never fumbled for seven straight years. They were deflating the footballs. No wonder they go to the championship game every year. They got inside information. And I dare you right now walk into a 7-Eleven, steal something. And then when the cops get you, say, I'll put it back and see if that's going to get you off. <laughs> the fact that they were going to delete the video means nothing. It's too late. You exactly. videoed it. Well, we'll delete it. We'll I'm delete sorry, it. officer. I'll give it back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes, the 9870 SPN New York. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. He and, really isn't. And, and I've always said, you know, I, I've looked at things, I've looked at a lot of things in terms of, you know, letting people in the Hall of Fame. And everybody's always so quick to say, you know, well, Brady and Belichick and them, they should always be in the Hall of Fame. And I mean, in terms of talent, yes, but uh, But the fact that they're getting all these things scandals. taken away and they're still doing it, like, right. I, I don't get it. Like, it, it, it shouldn't be a thing. I, I mean, there's just too many scandals, in my opinion, and... You know, like like we had mentioned, there was uh, there was two now spy. There's two spy gates now. They had the whole deflate gate problem. They had, um, I'm sure there was more. I know before the Super Bowl, they before the with the Super Bowl with the Falcons, they the playbook suddenly went missing. Like that, that's just and and what yeah. sucks is at that point that was Super Bowl Fifty One not that long ago. Did anything and, happen from that? No, nothing. And, right? And no, not at all. And the thing that sucks is if it was any other team, you would have just been like, oh, well, you know, maybe they cheated, but it probably just got taken by media. But because it was the Patriots, everyone automatically thought they stole it. Yeah. Everybody automatically thought that. And I mean, the truth never really came out. What what did come out of that was that some media guy, mixed, he messed up with the bags and he took the wrong bag. But I mean... The you history, never, you never know. You can't, you can't. And, and that's the thing that really sucks about them is is now going forward, you never know. You never know. And and now that's why nobody, as, as Don LaGreca said, nobody's really believing it. I mean, how are you going to say that Belichick had no idea about this? You can't believe it after the past that they've had. What's the punishment they get from this? Does anything happen? I mean, all that I've heard of is that the guy that recorded it got suspended. That's it. That's all I've heard so far. Do you think it escalates any farther than that? I doubt it. I mean, unless there's text messages, emails, something like that, like a voicemail, I don't know how you're going to track it back to Belichick or a player. I yeah. don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know either. I mean, unless he does what Brady did where he destroyed his phone during the whole deflate But it's <laughs> even worse. It's like they're 1-12. in 12. I know. I just, I don't, <laughs> well, what I heard from, I don't remember where I heard it, but what I heard was that, uh, not that they were worried about the 1-12, in 12, you know, they were 1-11, in 11, or one in twelve, they weren't worried about the the necessarily record, but they were worried because it was a new head coach and a new system, and they didn't know how to plan for it. Ooh, maybe that's but what that was the that was the hot take, and I was like, but hmm. really, are you putting in that extra work for Zach Taylor? Like you guys are literally like, I know you've been struggling offensively, but you don't think you're good enough to win that against the Bengals. I mean, that's the thing. I I would hope that they would be good enough to win, and they did win. But I mean, if if this win was tainted or something had to do with the cheating, whatever, but. I, I think, honestly, I wouldn't put it out of play that, that they were worried because they haven't gone up a, a, against a coach like this and there's not much on it and they don't really know the system. I wouldn't count it out. I would say that's probably the best reason on why they would have done what they did because, again, a 1-12 in team, you would, you would hope that they could beat them. Yeah, definitely. But listen, Tom Brady didn't go past 130 yards passing. Did have two touchdowns, like I mentioned before. Sonny Michelle gets 19 carries, 89 yards. Haven't seen that in a while because they've been really incorporating. When they have no idea what to do, they usually go right to James White. Yeah, I don't they know They kind of did that this game. He led the team in passing yards, and he got into the end zone with a touchdown. 
you know, and I, I don't know, come playoff time, and, and listen, I know it's usually, it's a trap, and I said it's a trap, and I know they're going to end up doing well in the playoffs somehow, some way, just watch, Nikhil Harry's going to have hands, you know, Mohamed Sanu's not going to drop any balls, and Julian Edelman's going to end up going off for, you know, 10 receptions and 120-something yards, and yeah. then, you know, it's just all going to click again, and, and watch, Jacoby Myers comes back, and you know, and all, and Dorsett, and they're all just going to have hands all of a sudden when it comes to the playoffs. I know it's going to happen, but they get a win against the Bengals. It shouldn't have been this, you know, it's 34-13, yes, it's a blowout, but it should have been way bigger of a blowout. If they're if you're a playoff team and you're if you know the Ravens are out here just destroying the Jets for, for just for, for gigs, for fun, for whatever, you should be able to do that against the Bengals. And and at the the difference was at no point really other than the start of the game, at no point was that Ravens Jets game even close. Yeah. Here it was a halftime. They halftime, were up it's by like three. what is going on? They were yeah. only up by three. Yeah. I mean that that shouldn't be. Maybe the first quarter you you let it out. It's a close game, and then you take off from there. But from half, the fact that you went into half only up three was not impressive. Did you do you happen to have um, the AFC standings right now after through fifteen weeks in the season? If you could pull that up, I kind of want to see where yeah. we're at right now when it comes to them. I know unanimously the Ravens are the number one seed. I just want to see... Are you see talking about the playoff picture? Playoff picture right now, basically. Yes. Okay, let me pull that up. Um, Go for it. Oh, I'm looking up right now. So the AFC, the first seed is the Ravens. The second seed are the Pats. The third seed are the Chiefs. The fourth seed are the Texans. The fifth are the Bills. And the sixth are the Steelers. Hmm. Who's in the hunt right now? Who is in the hunt? Um, I would... Um, where is it? Does it show that? Uh... Still alive. That the uh, so the Texans are still uh no not the Texans I'm sorry the Titans are still alive the Raiders and the Browns are still technically alive. Hmm. I don't know all the if this and that and then the the, the third happens. I don't know if that's what the the stipulations are for them to all get in. I honestly don't remember sitting down and watching a Ravens game for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I know Houston, for example, Tennessee is in the same division as Houston, and they're only a game behind because they lost. So uh, they're only a game behind. So realistically, they could still make it with two weeks. Got it. Um, but I, I'm trying to figure out. I, I guess okay. If Pittsburgh wins, the Browns are out. Right. I'm pretty sure that that's basically what happens. If Pittsburgh wins, which I think they have an easy game this week, if Pittsburgh wins, Cleveland and Oakland are out hmm. because they're going for that sixth wild card spot. Yeah. And uh, they have they they have a two game lead the Steelers so they're moving on with Duck Hodges so we're gonna yeah. have to see he threw four picks on Sunday night not great not great at all and uh, I mean I know we did you see at the end of the game that where they finally had a chance to score yep. and actually he threw like, it into like back. four guys yeah and on the other side of the field yeah James Washington's wide open no oh, yeah. one is around and I mean ridiculous I mean yeah it's it wasn't great I know we mentioned that the Bills defense was pretty. They're pretty good, but still, you you hold. That's kind of why they benched Mason Rudolph. They must really hate him, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't like Mason Rudolph at all. We we can go over that all day if we want to. But anyways, uh, Seahawks Panthers. Uh, Seahawks took the victory here, thirty to twenty four. Um, the Seahawks are now eleven and three. The Carolina Panthers are five and nine, still with the interim head coach at the moment, and they made a decision to finally start Will Greer. How I did know. it take this long? I don't know. I really don't know. That that might have cost. Um, Ron Rivera his job for not benching Kyle Allen. I'm actually that, I'm excited that. about this. I'm very. Excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they got. Did you see what the guy said to Francesa? No, I did the not. Other day? No. He said, "What do you think of that guy, Will Greer? I'm a big. I'm a big. Um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, University. Uh, University of Virginia. No, West Virginia. 
He said, WV, I'm a big WVA fan, WVU fan. And he was just like, how handsome do you think you will grew? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going I'm to double check, look that up. Uh, Francesa Will Greer. I think it was on Funhouse, so I'm not mistaken. Uh, Will Greer. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, nah, I was going to ask a baseball question, but all this college football talk got my ears perking up because uh, I'm a big, big WVU fan and alum. So uh, let me ask you, do you think uh, Will Greer could possibly be the most handsome quarterback in the Big 12, if not all of college football? Thanks. Uh, listen, I mean, I'm not too interested in who you have a crush on, but, um, you know, uh, you know, to each his own. John in Staten Island, what's up, John? I think the guy who called was Eric from Jersey. Eric in Jersey, what's yeah. up, Eric? That was wasn't me. No, it wasn't me, I promise. Every, see, I, I have a job right now, and, and, and uh, you know, part of my job is to try to bring people in. I'm recruiting people to try to build our firm. And uh, that's part of my job slash internship right now while I study to, to do to become one of the advisors with my firm. Yeah. And in that, I, I'm looking through, you know, tons of social media. And every time I see Massapeka, I just crack up because of from, from Francesa. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see Massapeka, I just crack up. Chris and Massapeka was up. <laughs> every oh. time. Oh, always love Chris and Massapeka. And, uh, <laughs> What was it? It was like I forgot who the guy was. It was another guy named Chris. We we gotta get Mark to call in. <laughs> yeah, I mean he could barely tell us why <laughs> Eli Manning was. Yeah, he, he couldn't even call into our dude, show. Dude, he started every game. <laughs> he couldn't even. You want to hear? Okay, I promise. After this, I'll I'll end the rant. So, we were talking yesterday, and he he was talking because we were watching the game, and uh, he goes, "I really don't like Michael Thomas." And I mean, I'm not a fan either, obviously, but I'm not a fan because he's on my the team of of a rival. Like I'm I'm just not a fan of him because of that. I mean, if you took that out, in my opinion, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's not a diva, he's not going around talking, he's not doing anything wrong in the league. He's fine. I just don't like him a lot because he's on a team that I don't really like. Okay. But, you know, Marcos I go I go, why don't why don't why don't you like Michael Thomas? Like what did he what did he do? And he goes well, he like did this celebration where he he peed on a ball or whatever, and I said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." Wait, what? That apparently he did something like that. I don't know. Michael what he's, Thomas. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking Bro, about. Bro, all he does is flex. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about, but that's what he said to me, and and I said, "Wait a minute." So, that's why you don't like him, and he said, "Yeah." Odell did and, that, and that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I said, "But your favorite receiver did that," and he goes, "Yeah, but that was okay." I'm like, "Why?" And he goes, because he was retaliating. I was like, no. No. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not there for these conversations. I would toast it, Mark. I went on a 45-minute rant of trying to just get it through his head that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let me say something about Mark real quick, okay? I was the one seed going into the playoffs, and he made a separate group chat with the four people in the playoffs. He's like, all right, good luck, guys, in the playoffs. And one of the people in the chat didn't have an iPhone, so I can't leave the group chat. <laughs> Why would you make a I know I'm in the playoffs I know I'm aware And now I'm in the championship Are you going to make a separate group chat about that too? <laughs> Good luck in the championship Yeah Mark You're not You're not in it bro Anyway <laughs> Kyle Allen sucks Will he, Greer Bring on Will he's Greer not, He is not I mean he started off hot And then kind of just Sizzled Against a bad team Yeah and then, and then But where was the turning point? Do you think it was when they played the Falcons? Like from that point on Do you think he didn't play well? Where was really Let's the turning check here, point? Let's double check here Because they've just been losing So Against the Panthers, against the Cardinals, I mean, um, what was his best game? They beat the Texans. Beat the Texans, but he did fumble like three times in that game, if I, if I recall. Beat the Jags. 
okay, so I, I guess they're, that's when they were just like, all right, unanimously, we're going to finish the season with yeah. them, and then they beat the Buccaneers in London. I mean, they lost to the 49ers, understandable. <laughs> oh, yeah, by a lot. Understandable. They beat the Titans? Without, was that before or after Tannehill came back? Let's um, check. Uh, that no, had to be... Tannehill was in. Really? Tannehill was in the game. Wow. But this was not a good game by anyone. Derrick Henry didn't do much. No. So, yeah, I mean, they... Uh, I guess I could see where they're coming from, but this dude had a turnover problem. So, so it's kind of yeah, like so when... I think, I think it's when they started playing the Packers. I think from that point on, from the Packers on, it's just not been good. No. I th- well, I mean, we're talking Ron Rivera lost his job when they lost to the Redskins. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you didn't make the switch by then, what are you going to do? And then yeah. now he's he's going to have to go. I, I really, I, I'm telling you right now, Will Greer is going to have two touchdowns, possibly a rushing touchdown. He's just going to have one of those games. Just watch. I know it's going to happen. All right. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 19 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, DJ Moore, eight receptions, 113 yards. I think he's his favorite target. So I don't know who yeah, he's been exactly doing well. Will Greer is he, going to be targeting. He's got like almost 1,200 yards or something like that. He's, yeah. he's doing well. Yeah, he's doing really good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, eight receptions, 88 yards as well. Curtis Samuel gets in the end zone, five receptions, 31 yards. All this doesn't matter because the Panthers suck. Okay, let's go <laughs> over to the Seahawks for a second. Uh, Russell Wilson went 20 for 26, 286 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Josh Gordon threw a pass, was intercepted. Uh, Chris Carson, 24 carries, 133 yards, two touchdowns. I can't, I, I'm on here every week. I love Chris Carson, man. Dude runs like an animal. You see, Insane. actually, in one of my fantasy leagues, like we have a dynasty league, so we have defensive players. And, and we, How is that, by the way? It's, it, just... it's a very interesting process. Wait, because is what that what sucks... that means, or do you keep players every year? Which, which no, one you keep players, and then you, you just draft basically rookies. So it's like you're really a GM. Okay. That, that's basically what it's like. Okay. Um, yeah, what I learned is I should not be a GM, but uh, okay, that's, that, that's what I learned. But it's just very <laughs> – what, what sucks is, is like you hate watching your team go through it if you're like your team is really bad in real life. It gets annoying because you're like, come on, just rebuild it. Yeah. But then me being a GM, I'm just like, ah, it's not that easy. Like, yeah, like I exactly. get it. It's hard. To it, it's very but hard. Imagine dealing with salary cap. Exactly. And, and I don't even deal with that. I just trades. deal with like, oh, if you play or not. So that's all I have to deal with. Yeah. So it's it, and it's very frustrating. And I went against Kenyon Drake and Chris Carson, and I still came out with the win. Oh, dude, Kenyon Drake. Is because so good. everybody else on my team went off. Like I went <laughs> against them, and their and their team had those two, and the rest were like. Eh. Bro, he had four touchdowns. I know. And like 130 yards or something. It's like him and Aaron Jones are the only players that have that many touchdowns in the game yeah. this year for running back. And every time he scored, he put up the finger for how many touchdowns he had. <laughs> he put up two, three, four. He... No, no one was touching him. It was no. absolutely ridiculous. No. Uh, Tyler Lockett, eight receptions, 120 yards, and a touchdown. He's back. He's finally back. He's back. He's back. And the one reception that was for 58 yards by Josh Gordon was one of the most beautiful catches I've ever seen in my life. It was like right into his fingertips. Not his hands. Yeah. Not his hands. Not his fingers. The tips of his fingers. It was absolutely insane. Too bad he's gone now. Decaf Metcalf. Decaf Metcalf, two receptions, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Um, looks to me they'll be fine without Josh Gordon. He's honestly been getting like two receptions for 10 yards, one reception for 10 yards, and up until this point. He hasn't had too much of an impact. Not much of an impact. At, at least they were getting involved with it. But they were looking to extend him, um, and Josh Gordon was looking to stay. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Bobby Wagner gets an interception in this game as well. KJ Wright gets two, so they get their fair share of they the work there. They just destroyed. And I think like a few, they were like back-to-back or something. They had like crazy amount of turnovers. I think within one drive, there were like three turnovers just, just in like a matter of yeah, minutes. Yeah, and, and a lot of... Uh, garbage time also by the Panthers later in the game too so it's kind of like whatever I mean minus the first quarter if they didn't get 13 points and again dude what are they going to do with Jason Myers that dude sucks yeah he sucks I I don't I don't really know I mean not a fan not a fan (laughs) when he was on the Jets I was a fan 
but he left. He thought he was worth more. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, they had 13 points in the first quarter. Other than that, they kept it pretty close, but then, you know, a lot of garbage time. And it was just like, you know, Seahawks are just a better team. What more can I say there? Uh, Texans-Titans, this was not the way I wanted this to go. It was uh, the way because, that I wanted clearly it because, to. <laughs> clearly because in the picks I picked the Titans, and I, I just thought they were the more dominant team, and they kept it close. They came back. Um and you know this ended twenty four to twenty one. The Titans fall to eight and six, while the Houston Texans are now five nine and five. They go up against each other in another two weeks, but it's again yeah at that point they should be playing their starters at that point, right? Because if it's for yeah, the, that's the a, playoffs, yeah, yes, you kind of gotta right. So yeah. uh, we're gonna have to see what happens there. But again, twenty four to twenty one. This is how the game ended. Um, Deshaun Watson nineteen for twenty seven, two hundred forty three yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Carlos Hyde goes off with twenty six carries, one hundred and four yards, and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins gets six receptions, one hundred nineteen yards. I was nervous all game because he wasn't getting into the end zone. He, he wasn't getting towards a lot the of end yards. of the, the game. He started going off. He started going off a little more. Thank you very much. That's why I am in the championship round. Thank you very much, DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller five receptions, sixty one yards. Kenny Stills three receptions, thirty five yards, but gets two touchdowns. Um, they come out on top in this game. While the Titans. They were fine. It was just a matter of keeping up with the Texans was their issue. Uh, 22 for 36, 279 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick for Ryan Tannehill. Um, Derrick Henry, 21 carries, 86 yards. He's been kind of trending a little downwards as of late, but, you know, not too bad. I mean, I'll take that any day. I mean, when he started going off, he had almost 200 rushing yards, so yeah. I feel like you can only go down from there. It's going to yeah. be very hard to keep oh, oh, doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, 21 carries, 86 yards. You couldn't ask for more. And if he gets in the end zone, uh, we're having a different discussion. Oh, yeah. Um, A.J. Brown, dude, what? Wow. You know who had the opportunity to take A.J. Brown in the draft? The New England Patriots. And they passed on him. A.J. Brown, absolute stud. Almost picked up him in fantasy. Had eight receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Averages, average 14.2 yards per reception. Dude, he's he's huge. He is very big. And I remember seeing something last week. Like He went off last week as well, and they... They posted, you know, the, uh, I don't target. know if it was FanDuel or whatever. Someone posted the ideal lineup, and it said A. Brown. And, and I read it, and I was like, wait, Antonio Brown is back? And I'm like, no, that was dumb. He's not back. It's A.J. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> but just seeing A. Brown, that's the first thing that your mind goes to is Antonio Brown. Speaking of Antonio Brown, apparently there's 20 teams looking to sign him by next season. Yep, I heard about that. And, 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 and most of them are contenders. Well, yeah. So. You know who's going to sign him now that Josh Gordon's gone? The Seahawks. I gave but it away. see, I don't. But I think that's exactly what's going to happen. But see, I don't know how. Because Russell Wilson wants him really bad, and well, I think I think Antonio Brown would agree to a, a contract. There. But see, I don't know how they would handle that situation. I don't know how because I feel like Pete Carroll would not handle him being like that, and I feel like but whoever Russell Wilson wants, you go get. Well, uh, yeah, that that is true. <laughs> They're going to make it work with each other. I feel like he's a good guy to keep him sane. But the the problem is, is that if twenty teams are interested, that was not the case with Josh Gordon. They're really far at the bottom in terms of claims to get oh, yeah, players. They were like very, they were near like the thirty. They but, were somewhere near thirty. Yeah, so if, if there's all these other teams, I don't know if he's gonna fall to them. That's the problem. What do you mean though? He's not getting claimed off waivers. He's getting signed. You think he's his, gonna get signed his in the contract? Offseason? His contract was terminated. So so you don't you don't think he's gonna they're they're gonna try to bring him in for like the all like the postseason or anything? No. Hmm? No. I think it's too late for that now. You think it's too late? I was gonna say that would be interesting. If he just, That'd be really dumb. If he just comes every out. T- Every team is better off just waiting at this point. But yeah. the Patriots are not, they don't want to get him anymore. I thought he would have been a good fit to come back. It was perfect timing. I mean, he wanted to go back. He he, he was all over the place. He is. Did you ever see what's going on on his IG Live? Where yeah, he, there were cops. Police, cops coming to his house, his voice is almost gone. Yeah. 
I don't I don't really know what's going on. Weird guy, but he can play football. <laughs> can play football. He can. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um John o. Smith, five receptions, sixty yards. That reminds me. What's going on with Delaney Walker? I know he's hurt and he's done for the season, but it's like This happened last year too. He got hurt last year. He was a nasty too. target with Mariota. Yeah, it was like a broken ankle. Yeah. But imagine with like Tannehill, what what could he could do with him. I mean, I don't but know if he's like, going to come back, though. I don't know either. I don't, I don't think Having that's, two that's okay. seasons where you basically didn't play? Yeah. It's going to be very, very hard. My question is also, why spend a fourth overall pick on Corey Davis, but go to A.J. Brown almost ten <laughs> times? Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like I Corey Davis, too. Their receivers are not bad. They're not bad. I don't mind Ty J. Sharp. They just don't do anything with him. I, was gonna, I feel like they just weren't throwing well, and now that Tannehill's there, now they're throwing better. Because he likes to spread it out. Mariota is going to three people max. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what it is now. But yeah, anyway, the Texans come out on top here. Wasn't expecting that. I really thought the Texans were, the Titans were really on a roll here while the Texans were kind of on a downfall because it was kind of like, you know, you beat the Patriots. Cool. Patriots suck right now. Yeah. You lose to the Broncos. It's like, how do you lose to the Broncos? Yeah, that was just a shock. Because the Chiefs blew them out at Arrowhead this week. Yeah. You go up against the Titans, who have been on fire. It's just a constant back and forth. I don't really understand it. So the AFC South is pretty tight right now between those two teams at the moment. So they'll be uh, going up against each other again within the next two weeks to end off the season in Week 17. Uh, moving on here, uh, we got the Dolphins-Giants. And listen, this game wasn't going anywhere. Both teams are now 3-13. and 3-11, <laughs> and 11, excuse me, um, after the win for the Giants, who were previously 2-11. Uh, and 11. This game ended 36-20, to 20, which is pretty solid because the, the Giants normally don't touch 30 points that often. Um, they ended up beating the Dolphins, like I mentioned before. Ryan Fitzpatrick leads the team in rushing yards. Yeah, that that's not good. <laughs> that's just like a, oh, like a however many years he's been, like 12, 14 years, whatever it is. The fact that he leads the league. Three quarterbacks lead their team in rushing yards this season. Lamar Jackson with uh, 1,100. Kyler Murray with 504. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 219 yards. That's ridiculous. They did run through. They did have like four running backs at this point in the season. They had Drake. They traded him. Yeah. Mark Walton gets arrested. They got a Balage. Is he back? I guess. No. No, he's not. They got Gaskin and Laird. They got the intern. Yeah, the, the, intern. <laughs> the intern that we found out that that was his nickname. Yeah, <laughs> it was his nickname. <laughs> we found that out I, I live still, on I, the show I last week. The, I still don't know the origin, but that that's that's his nickname. Because yeah. I remember we, I, I said, who is this guy? And we looked it up, and then on the show, we, we found out his nickname was The Intern. We did, because we were like, who is that guy? <laughs> but yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 23 for 41, 279 yards, two touchdown, Pat Laird, uh, 12 carries, 46 yards, was supposed to have more. People thought they were going to go off on the Giants. Um you know, no. you mean like Kenyon Drake the did? Front there, yeah. oh, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Devontae Parker, that's your guy. I had him, I had Two Terry touchdowns. McLaurin, and I had Julio Jones. You did everything. My you... receivers did great. And you still didn't make the championship. And I had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Bro, I feel so bad for you because uh, for the people listening, Chris, every year, just sucks <laughs> in fantasy. And you're not even that bad of a team. It just doesn't ever go your way. No, this it never year, does. you end on 11-2. and two. I was the number one seed. Number one seed. That never happens with you. And, and, and you get and blown out like the gets, first week yeah, was... into the playoffs. Like you didn't even have a chance. Like I no. did, like I did that where I had like a forty point lead, and if I blow that, which was it was very close. Yeah, that would have been bad. But 
it was kind of tough for you. Oh, yeah. I was down by like 70 points after the first week. And, and again, it wasn't even like my team didn't perform. It was just everybody for the other team just went off. All I got to say is Devontae Parker, get out of there, dude. Get out of there. I feel like it's he been just a- got an extension. What? He just got an extension. I know, but why? He should have been like on the Eagles by now. I feel like that was the goal that, for the yeah, Eagles to that, try to get him. That would have been a, a good fit. Yeah, but you know. You got to keep someone. You can't get rid of everyone. By the way, is Talib gonna play for the Dolphins? Or um, no. I don't think he's gonna show up. Probably not. <laughs> he's on IR to end the season, though, right? Yeah, I just no. I don't think he wants to play. No. Uh, anyway, well, the they're Giants. without him and Howard, right? What was that? They don't have Xavier Howard either right now. He's hurt. Yeah, they, he also signed two, a massive their extension. Their two best corners right now aren't even in. No. So but they got three. They got three interceptions against Eli, though. I know. <laughs> But anyway, Eli Manning, uh, this was just a great game because he came out with the win. He's back to 500, 117 and 117. Uh, 20 for 28, 283 yards, two touchdowns, three picks, but it didn't matter. The whole message of this whole thing was that this is possibly his last home game ever as a New York Giant. Yeah. And the fan base treated him very well. I would standing say ovation. Standing ovation. Everyone was rooting for him. If you look on the Giants page, you had fans in the parking lot like rooting for Eli, and it was just like... It's time to move on. Yes, you want to see the kid play, but it's like it's nice to see Eli end on a good note. Yeah, Mike. There's a lot of people asking me questions. Do you start him for the next two games? I mean, or do you put in Tanny? I mean, this is this supposedly is how... Daniel Jones will be ready, but I, I I really don't think you should do that. I don't think. But so I don't either. think you should start Eli either. Leave it on that. Yeah, I, I I definitely see what you're saying. I mean, their last game is a home game against the Eagles. Um, I'm gonna be there. Mm, nice, but it it's definitely gonna be interesting to to see how they handle it. I mean, any day now they they're gonna have to report who's gonna be the starter within the next day or two. It's gonna have to come yeah. out, so we'll find out. It's just I don't know what people, they're gonna people do. People are even going as far as saying like, don't start Eli to the point where it's like put in Tanny. I hate Alex Tanny. I mean, he's just. I didn't even know who he was. Like they, they were showing because they guy. decided to sign him instead of Kyle Aletta. Yeah, and a, you know whatever or Davis Webb. They moved on from Davis Webb too. I know. I, I was ago. watching the game and I was just like, "Who is that guy?" And then Mark told me who it was, and I was like, "Why? He just looks like a normal guy. He, just, he doesn't look like a, a backup quarterback. He just looks like a normal dude. He's just, just a dude, just, just hanging up, out, picked up in the crowd or something like that." <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, other than the whole Eli thing, it's just like you don't get to see a, a big farewell like that. But for a Manning, you know, a guy who's changed like like he's changed the narrative of the nfl in a sense that you know the patriots should be the most they are the most dominant team in possibly in nfl history yeah, but they should, they should have two more he, they should have two more and because of him th- th- he was able to get you know two interceptions two can, can you imagine interceptions that. two super bowls can out you of that. imagine if they had eight yeah super bowls yeah i remember it was a big thing when <sighs> tom brady was getting like what was it at the time? It was like five rings was the most by a quarterback in mm-hmm. NFL history. Now he has six. Yeah. So it's like I thought that was crazy to me, but imagine having eight. No one would be touching that. And then if they beat the Eagles, it would have been nine. That's just not. Yeah. If they had just gone undefeated, that's crazy. That'd be crazy. That he could have been. Tom Brady wouldn't stop until he has ten. Yeah. And no one would ever have that amount ever. No. I don't think anyone's getting to six either. I think no. That's how, I, I think yeah. I, I think he's good. If he goes out with seven. Definitely good, but I think with six, he's fine. I think Max, anyone's ever going to get his three. Yeah. I mean, you Both you have, Manning brothers combined had four. Yeah, exactly. And, and they were... At one point, Eli had more than... Exactly. Than and, and then they were looked at as, like, great, great quarterbacks, and they still are great quarterbacks. Drew Brees has one. Aaron Rodgers has one. Yeah. That's not happening again. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. You're looking at uh, Russell Wilson has one. Big Ben has two. Yeah, Big Ben has two. So that, that's the thing, like... Russell Wilson should have two. Yeah. 
and Bell, uh, Brady should have less <laughs> minus <laughs> yeah, one. If he did, yeah, it would be <laughs> minus one if, if Russell Wilson had another one. But I, I, it's probably just going to be like two max, and possibly yeah. like we're probably going to get more MVPs than championships oh, at this yeah. point. Yeah, but that's probably the whole thing now. But Eli Manning, uh, your stud. You know, I'm happy for what you did with the Giants, man. But it's time to move on. We're going on with Daniel Jones. We're going to see what happens, and if we got to move on from him too, we'll do that. But but, but right now, uh, we have full faith in the kid, so we'll, we'll we'll get this right. It'll be an interesting season next season. If Ron Rivera is the head coach, it should be interesting. It'll be interesting. You probably have a new coach. You'll probably have a new uh, quarterback, know. whether it's Daniel Jones or whatever. You're not going to have Eli. It's going to be Daniel Jones. They're going to move on with him. So it's, it, it's definitely going to be strange. I mean, I don't know because I didn't talk about this last week. But Eli said he didn't like coaching and he definitely doesn't like being on the bench. Yeah, so it's like so he's not. Do you want to keep playing? Yeah, I I didn't know what to get out of that because him, imagine watching Daniel Jones fumble all the time and throw a couple picks here and there, and it's just like, all right, I can't keep teaching him to not do this, and he does yeah. it anyway. So I could see why he doesn't like being a coach. Yeah, I mean, well, but to be fair, Eli never really had a problem with fumbles he had a problem with picks yeah so he's doing a good job teaching daniel jones because he hasn't thrown many picks but uh yeah he just fumbles i was just glad in this game that saquon barkley finally this is i've been waiting for this all season long but it was against the dolphins i get it he had that juke move it was dope 24 carries 112 yards two touchdowns um and buck just don't waste this guy's youth man yeah buck allen i forgot they they picked him got a touchdown yeah they picked him up a little while ago i forgot about him but I, i like buck allen he was on the ravens um but, yeah, yeah dude, I, I, you can't waste Saquon Barkley's youth, man. you got to get it right next year. Bring in a new head coach. Bring in Ron Rivera. Do anything. I feel like they'll click very well with each other, knowing what he's done with Christian McCaffrey. I think Saquon Barkley will be very excited about that. The problem is is, uh, is, is the guy and just sitting behind and watching his team perform badly, and that's Dave Gettleman. Did you see the video? There was uh, he was standing on the sidelines by the end of the game. Yeah, people were like, and there were fans cheering. They were they were chanting at him. They were like, "Hey, Gentlemen, when are you gonna fire Shermer?" And they were yelling at him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they were just like, "It definitely heard me," because he like kept turning around. Oh yeah, he definitely like did. Yeah. Um, Sterling Shepard, nine receptions, hundred eleven yards. Could it be back, man? Golden Tate had a touchdown, which was insane. His, his only catch. He like bobbled the ball. This yeah. dude's really good. Like his concentration with the ball is insane. I feel like he, he does it all he the does time. He does this a lot. Yeah. He does it all the time. And like in the middle of it, he's dodging people. Yeah, I don't know how he does what he does, but he's very good at that. Yeah. Darius Slayton's having a great, great season. Yeah, not a, too great of a game, but he got in the end zone. I mean, I feel like that's gonna be Darius Slayton's game for a little bit. He's not gonna be like like I feel like right now they want Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate to get this amount of work, but you know, yeah. it's whoever gets the ball really. But Darius Slayton, if you get in the end zone, it works. Yeah. I'm trying. I think I saw this tweet earlier. People, uh, this one tweet said that Darius Slayton is better than I forgot what wide receiver I saw. It's another rookie wide receiver. Mm. It was a tweet. I totally forgot. I'm gonna keep you posted on that. But people were like, I don't know about that, Chief. Well, I mean, I think he has like around 500-ish yards on the season, and I think like six touchdowns, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he should have like six touchdowns by now. I think it's something like that. So, I mean, as a rookie, those are really good numbers, and he wasn't even expected to do much in the offense. Yeah, he was picked in the fifth round. So that that makes it even better. I mean, good for him. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain. Yeah, not complaining either. Uh, but yeah, that's the gist of that game. Uh, nothing was coming out of it. No one's going to the playoffs, but. 
you know, we got the Eagles and the Redskins, where the Eagles are competing for a playoff spot. Uh, they end up winning this game 37-27. to The Philadelphia Eagles are 7-7 seven and seven going into their game against the Dallas Cowboys. The Washington Redskins fall to 3-11. and 11. Uh, Carson Wentz, did you see that phenomenal throw thrown to like, the corner of the end zone to Miles Sanders? Yeah, who um, my opponent also started. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to get too high on him because he's only had great games against bad teams. Yeah. So I, mean, I think he, he's going to he struggle a lot great. against the Cowboys again. And they didn't do too well last time they versed, they versed each other. So who knows what's going to happen this game too. He went 30 for 43, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Miles Sanders, with the absence of Jordan Howard, um, who supposedly only has a stinger in his shoulder, hasn't been back in weeks. Uh, 19 carries, 122 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Greg Ward, who was previously a quarterback for Houston, played for the AAF. Had to convert to wide receiver. Got cut by the practice squad for the Eagles a lot of times. Get seven receptions. 61 yards career high. 8.7 yards per reception and a touchdown to win the game. Yeah. It was an awesome story. That was, uh, yeah. That was, that was just. Uh, and did you see Pat Mahomes? He like reply tweeted to the video of him catching the game when he touched down. He was kind of emotional to it. But Pat Mahomes said, I'm still salty that he beat me in the high school championship or something like that. <laughs> like back in the day when they versed each other. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Zach Ertz took me to the promised land to get to the fantasy football championship. Had five receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. What do you expect? When early in the season, nothing's going on with him, but they have no wide receivers now. Uh, Dallas Goddard gets five receptions, 55 yards. Miles Sanders, six receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown as well. And that was the receiving touchdown in the corner of the end zone when he thread the needle right there. I don't know. That was insane. He, like, did, like tossed it past two defenders and landed in, right, in the, right in the corner. Perfect spot. Yeah. Perfect spot. And it was, like, on the run, too, like, back foot everything like that insane but Dwayne Haskins 19 completions 28 attempts 261 yards two touchdowns Urban Meyer was in the building yep watching and he watched him throw t- from uh, a Buckeye yeah to, to a, a Buckeye. Buckeye to Terry McLaurin five receptions 130 yards and a touchdown and uh, apparently there was rumors circulating since he was in the building if he should be the next Redskins head coach and he was like slow your roll there yeah, well, Andrew Siciliano was talking, and he goes, he said that. He goes, Urban Meyer is in the building. Take that for what you want. <laughs> <laughs> love that man. I would love to sit front row for a red zone one day oh, to yeah. see what he does. Oh, yeah. Because that dude's live tweeting. I want to know if someone else is doing it. Or yeah, I know. Because he, he, he speaks, and then it's tweeted. I don't know if he's, like, like speaking as he and He's like, yeah, so there's a out. touchdown, and the, the field goal is good. It's not shown on the screen. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Adrian Peterson has been doing well the past couple games. Bill Callahan just likes running the ball. 16 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. He's gotten to the end zone the past three games. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick him up in fantasy. Let's see what happens. Um, anyways, um, Steve Sims, five receptions, with 45 yards, and a touchdown. I didn't hear about him until this game. But, but I, all I get taken out of this is that the Eagles are ha- have a tough game going into uh, Week 16. Broncos Chiefs. Broncos fall to five and nine, while the Chiefs move up to ten and four. They got blown out, 23 to three. Chiefs wasn't even fun. Win. To wasn't watch. wasn't fun to watch. I don't think it was on screen at all. No. But Drew Locke, you know, he dated the owner's daughter <laughs> of the Chiefs. So there's a lot of storylines here. <laughs> he didn't do too well. Uh, yeah, that's bad. 18 completions only on 40 attempts. That's pretty bad. 208 yards, an interception. Nothing going on on the ground. Uh, Philip Lindsay, seven carries, 32 yards. He should look to be on track going into next week. I think they go up against Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Cortland Sutton, four receptions, 79 yards. Noah Fant, two receptions, 56 yards. Tim Patrick, three receptions, 26 yards. 
Um, bad. Bad. <laughs> but the Chiefs, though. Pat Mahomes, 27 for 34, 340 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. A lot of snow in this game. Almost forgot to mention that. A lot of um, snow. Still nothing going on in the backfield. They, they're missing Kareem Hunt. I'm telling you right now, they really are. And um, maybe they'll get him back one day. I don't know. They did that with Spencer Ware. Maybe they can do it again with Kareem Hunt. Maybe. We'll have to see. Travis Kelsey, 11 receptions, 142 yards, while Tyree Kill gets in the end zone twice. The dude was still running extremely fast in the, in the snow. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What else? What do you have to add on this game? I just think Tyron Matthew is putting on a clinic over there. In, yeah, in it was just a bad game to watch. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, not, I didn't not, even enjoy it. Not a good game at all. No. <laughs> Uh, moving on. I've never ran through so these games so fast. You know why? Because these games suck. Yeah, <laughs> th- this game was another one. That <laughs> this was... one sucked too. But I have a big question for you. Does Jameis Winston suck? I, I was actually going to ask you that. <laughs> I don't know. Does he suck? I don't know. Oh, my screen isn't working Because he now. has f- almost 4,600 passing yards, and he leads the league in passing yards. He leads <laughs> the league in, in touchdowns, but he also leads the league in interceptions. He's also like one of the best fantasy quarterbacks at the moment. And they're 7-7, seven and seven, so everything about him is like good and bad at the same time. <laughs> but he's thrown like picks in like 10 consecutive games. And, maybe and more. what's so funny is every week the first drive he throws a pick, and he did it again. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what the stat was. It was like he's the only player... Yeah. In NFL history to do that and like yeah and 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 it's an ongoing joke now where it's like well football doesn't start until Jameis Winston throws a that pick that is true though <laughs> it's true I don't know if he's good or bad I don't get it just tell me if he sucks like does he suck kind of if he leads the league <laughs> in picks like but bro he like doesn't suck too though I I don't really know what to grasp off of this this gets this just makes me really confused all right I'll, I'll say this. Because it's a question that none of us had answered yet. I, truthfully, deep down, in the depths of my heart, I don't think he sucks. I really don't. Because he's making a lot of these wide receivers look good. Chris Godwin could be done for the season. Brashad Perriman is our number one going into next week. And Brashad Perriman had three touchdowns out of Jameis's four. He had five receptions, 113 yards. Rashad Perriman couldn't catch a ball when he versed the Panthers earlier this season. And he's making them look good. Um, he gets the ball to players you don't ever heard of. Scott Miller is like they're Adam Humphreys. <laughs> and he gets him into the end zone. It's like, I want to say minus the turnovers, he'd be amazing, but that, that would account for a lot of other quarterbacks too. If a lot of quarterbacks didn't have any interceptions, they'd be fantastic. You could say that all you want. Well, I feel like but he... he like, Oh, if he's going to have four interceptions, he's going to make up for it with five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he is like a... he's very He plays very similarly to Big Ben in the terms of he'll chuck it downfield and he's going to throw his picks and you know they're going to come, but he's also going to get touchdowns off of it because he's constantly throwing it downfield. Well, he should be more conservative too. I think Bruce Arians has to be more... Has to be held accountable for that too, because it's like you know when he tosses downfield, there's a big, 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 big possibility it turns into a pick. If he's more conservative, then you don't have to worry about all that, and he could still get his four touchdowns without having that one pick. So it's yeah, like, and I that's mean, why I truthfully think he doesn't suck. I don't know where you stand because it's in your you know division with yeah, the Falcons. Just, but. See, like th- this is my thing. Why it's a difficult answer is because by throwing interceptions, he's putting his team at a disadvantage, but he's throwing more touchdowns. So he's making up for it in a sense. So it's very hard but to say. But you can say. shoot yourself in the foot with that. Because listen, the, that, the, the exactly. set, it adds up. Like It's weird. His stat line would always add up. Like If it's four touchdowns, it's going to be four interceptions. Or five touchdowns, it's going to be f- Three, four interceptions four too. Interceptions, something like that. Yeah. And that adds up to them being seven and seven too. So exactly. It, 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 
it all like he comes he together. could do it. I mean, he didn't end up throwing a lot of picks here, but you're also looking at a team that has not had a great defense. You're playing in the Lions, so you know against another team, maybe he would have had two or three interceptions instead of just one. You know what I'm saying? Like it it's very difficult to say. It it's just one of those games where. I mean, I know that the Falcons are playing them in two weeks. I think the last week they play them. Last week, yeah. We have no Desmond Trufant. We are limited in defense. I mean, he's I gonna take some shots. I fully expect him to take shots. And I mean, is he going to do it? Yeah, but I feel like he's also going to throw an interception. But it doesn't or move two. the needle for them in the division because the Saints already. No, yeah, exactly. Spot. I mean, they're out. But I, I don't know. I think that's a day that Jameis is just going to go for it. He's going to go for the goal. I mean, I, I, he's probably going to get over 5,000 passing yards because he's just at about 4,600. Are you starting Ronald Jones or not? No. I guess not. 11 carries, 23 yards, sharing carries to Peyton Barber. Give me a break. <laughs> Seriously? I, I miss Jacquez Rogers. Where's he? When he was on the Buccaneers, I loved him. Yeah. He would have given me one touchdown at least. Yeah. He, he... In between two guys, they can't get any touchdowns? It's ridiculous. Remember when they had Doug Martin? Remember that? I miss those days. <laughs> he's out of the league now, right now. Too. Yeah, he's he's not in the league. He's a little old. He's having some some problems. Problems. He had some uh, some issues. Pretty sure he had to like he he stopped playing football because he had to go get help or something. Oh, I don't. What? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a year or two ago. Yeah. He was having some problems. Huh. The muscle hamster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Chris Godwin could be out for the season. That dude's a stud. But you have to think about it. the guy throwing the ball to him is also making him studs. Mike yeah. Evan, Mike Evans is done, so it's like I mean that's I the thing. Know. Mike Evans has always been good. Godwin is But he has trouble. He can't get separation, Mike Evans. Because he's not fast. He's, he's not he's just a big man. But, <laughs> but you know, the Saints saw potential in Janoris Jenkins. Who yeah, got I, burnt by that guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's just a big human. He's like six five. He's just a big human. I know we saw that Thanksgiving game by David Blau. But it hasn't been anything ever since then. And what have you been? What have you expected? He's he's a rookie. Uh, Getting thrown into the fire. Him. What else are you gonna do? West Hills is, le- is leading their backfield in carries and in touchdown. He gets two touchdowns. Oh my goodness! That was his first ever rush. He got into the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I think there was another catch by uh, I forgot who it was, but his first like oh it was the Bengals. I forgot who it was, but his first NFL catch was. Was a touchdown. I don't even know who these people are. I don't. I've been seeing more and more names who because is it's like Chris. Because remember, they were, remember it was like, yo, Ty Johnson's gonna go off, and it's just like, yeah, no. I don't even know who, who like majority of these guys receiving or running hard. Chris Lacy. <laughs> who is that? I don't know. And why does he have the second most yards on this team? In Bro, all- if you're gonna throw eight receptions, if you're gonna get eight receptions, 102 yards, give it to Kenny Galladay for one thing, fantasy purposes, and the other thing is like. Danny Amendola is not getting to the end zone. If you want, if you want to give yards to someone, yeah, you can give it to Danny Amendola, but he's not getting in the end zone. So I don't know. I, just, I don't understand what is going on with that offense. I don't think that offense. Isaac Nauda. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> I don't know. Just listen. Just even without T.J. Hawkinson, Logan Thomas isn't getting receptions either. So it's like, make up your mind. Okay, pick a pick a defensive player, Matt Patricia. Save your job. You'll you'll be lucky. I don't like this game. Get it off. Yeah, I'll get it off the screen. Uh, get it off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> get off the screen. Get it off the screen. Uh, Browns Cardinals. I don't like this game. I, I don't like this game either. But the Cardinals won 38-24 against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns suck. They want everyone to come and get them because their players went out of Cleveland. Uh, John Dorsey went from being the Messiah to, to yeah. being like the guy that's that's probably ruined everything. Uh, only because he hired Freddie Kitchens. And he, apparently there was news. There was 
news that came out that said they're going to move forward with Freddy Kitchens in the long term. Unless there's like a, a huge collapse, which I think this starts it. Uh, yeah. I, I think this definitely starts it. Odell's going to like hold out of everything. He's going to try to get himself released somehow, some way. It's going to happen. Just wait. I just didn't think Jarvis, like if, if Jarvis wants out, it's over. Because he was, he was yelling at him on the sideline. How do you lose to the Cardinals yeah, bro. as this team? There were three nine As this team, you just don't, you can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. The Browns are now six and eight. And I saw a stat that said they're the only, they're the first team in NFL history to not have a winning record in a decade. That's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seven and nine was their winning record last year. Yeah, they were loving life. They loving were, life. They, they were, were just like, like we have so yeah. much to look forward to. We <laughs> we're got going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what they were thinking. They so were, Mark was thinking. Yeah. I'll, I want to rewind and go back to that division preview and him being like, I think the, the Browns are going to win this division. Um, yeah, the Cardinals are four, nine, and one. And Kenyon Drake had a field day. He's 22 just, carries, 137 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, he just said, yeah, I'm going to just do this. David Johnson is like, what about me? <laughs> he is me? gone. They're going to cut him. Gone. They don't want to pay him that 10 mil. He is gone. Done. They're going to give him a deal to Kenny and Drake. Rightfully so. But it's like, how do you write him off like that? I just, I, There's too many questions to answer for too, this Cardinals team. There's too many questions, yeah. But Kyler Murray, 19 for 25, 219 yards, a touchdown to pick. Nothing impressive. Um, no, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look at the receiving core. It's literally Kenyon Drake. That was it. It was the, it was Cleveland Browns versus Kenyon Drake. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 30 completions, 43 yards, 247 yards. Uh, no, 30 completions, 43 attempts. I said 43 yards, 247 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Nick Chubb, absolute stud. But it's like that's what happens when you're. Head coach is a running backs coach. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen yeah. Ca- seventeen carries, hundred twenty seven yards and a touchdown. He averaged seven point three, seven point five yards per carry. People apparently hit four, and he yeah. got seven. He he was almost getting a first down every time he got the ball. Yeah, it's, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that dude, that dude runs so hard, it's crazy. And the fact that him and Kareem Hunt have to share. Well, I mean, well, it's not really even. It, they're not sharing. It's more like Kareem Hunt in the passing game. Yeah, dude, PPR is probably insane with Kareem Hunt. Do you have him in, in a PPR league? I do not. I think all Dude. our leagues. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say this in front of the audience, but because we're out of the loop right now. But our, our team, like our two leagues, are right now. At least the ones we're in together are standard. I don't think anyone does standard anymore. I don't like standard. It's like what is it? Like? It's like half point PPR. People do now. I. But that's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. What's the other version? You can just get a point P- per PPR? reception. Yeah, that's it? PPR. I'd rather do that. That's what I want too. That's gonna mess up the way I draft anything. No, no. He said said we'll do it next year. Did he? Yeah. I hope. Because I don't. I don't. Yeah. You have to. Because okay. This is my thing. If you're because imagine imagine someone getting five receptions. No, no. Someone getting a reception for for ten yards. It could be two points instead of one. Yeah. Exactly. And and it changes everything. I mean, instead of having, you could have some guy that has like five receptions for. 70 yards and it's like well that's an average day but then you put those five points on top of that seven and now it's a good good day as a receiving and it's even like if james white only gets like 27 yards but he gets like eight yeah he he gets a ton that's a lot of points i have him in a half in a ppr in a ppr league who was the first round pick unanimously it's probably christian mccaffrey right based on this yeah probably based on this year it's probably like him camara but like who was the top guy camara hasn't done too great is james white in like the top 10 
because he he gets so many catches? Like, how do you draft in a PPR? Yeah, league? I don't. I wouldn't put him top ten, but I would. It's a weird. Oh. I don't I know. Go, you'd have to go wide receiver heavy instead of running back heavy. I mean, Michael Thomas standard. must be killing it because oh he gets gosh. like he gets like twelve catches a game. He's on pace to have like the most receptions. Yeah, uh, he is. He's gonna have like hundred fifty at least. He he's like he's, he's on he's pace at one thirty three right now. Yeah, he's who, at one thirty three. I don't know whose record. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Yeah. yeah. But like, what what is it? What's the actual stat that it is? He has 143 receptions. No, but what's the title of the stat? Most receptions in a season. Oh, in a season. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Because there's a lot of records that he's broken that's like mm-hmm. up to his age or something like that. Yeah, like, he, is... like he, he's, like he, I think he passed um, Antonio Brown for getting the most receptions Probably. by a certain age or something like that. Um, yeah, Kareem Hunt gets eight receptions, 62 yards. A PPR's dream. Odell Beckham, eight receptions, 66 yards. Whoop-dee-doo. He's out of there. He's done. <laughs> same, with, same with Jarvis. He's probably going to be out too. But what happens after that? They literally... Went from 0-16 to, like, we're going to flip this as soon as we can. And if you get rid of those guys, it's like, are you going to just rebuild again? Like, what, what's going on? I don't know. I, I, they're just a mess. They really are. <laughs> I'm done with that game. <laughs> get that off the screen. Uh, Jaguars-Raiders. Th- this game was very slow. Uh, what's going on with my screen? Just it, let me see the game. It doesn't like the games. I guess it really doesn't. Uh, yeah, Jaguars end up winning this game 20-16 to against the Oakland Raiders. They're now 5-9 and while the Oakland Raiders are still in the hunt for their playoff spot um, at 6-8. They're, and they're eight. not making they're it. They're not making it. There's no way. But Gardner Minshew sealed the deal towards the end of the game to a pass to Chris Conley. Um, mm-hmm. 17 carries. 17 carries. 17 completions, <laughs> 29 attempts, 201 yards, two touchdowns. Um, he had a very slow start. He didn't get that tech- second touchdown until later on um, you know, in the game to actually seal the victory. I don't know if you saw, but... Uh, Derek Carr got booed. Oh, yes. Really badly. Oh, yes, as he ran off. Yeah, I'm trying to play that right now. I'm getting more updates. Oh, I definitely saw that. I didn't get the chance to. That was... Uh, but I want to hear it. That was not pleasant. Here it is. Ooh. So Gardner Minshew, he was getting stuff thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry for the volume on that. That hurt my ears bad. Um, you paid him all that money. You're stuck with him. Good luck. Yep. You had your chance to give him over to the Giants. I would have taken it. I don't really care. But now you lost the opportunity, and you're moving over to Vegas next year. So, who knows? Change of scenery could help, I guess. I. It who was knows? just. I mean, I, I know I picked the Raiders, but minus the fact that I picked them to win, I just kind of wanted to see them go off and just get that one last win. It would have been nice. Yeah. I think that's why there were so many boos, though. Uh, I feel yeah. like Derek Carr doesn't get more than one touchdown a game. And if he does, it's just like it, something's wrong. It's whatever. It's <laughs> to like Foster Moreau or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Josh Jacobs comes with Joshua Jacobs. comes yeah, back, comes Jacobs. back. 24 carries, 89 yards. Um, he's now questionable again going into next week. Darren Waller, eight receptions, 122 yards. Tyrell Williams gets the first touchdown of the game. They didn't get one ever since then. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not making the playoffs. So, so no. Neither are the Jaguars. No. And the Jaguars have a big decision to make to keep Minshew going. We're going to next year and start over again with Nick Foles because they got to pay him. Yep, or someone they, gets fired. They got and, a lot of money. And they just let him a get lot they of money. They just have a bunch of dead money. Um, Vikings Chargers, this was a blowout win. Bad game. Uh, bad game. Defensively for the Vikings, though? They had like, they, they were going off. Pick you know, after pick you know after pick. You know who uh, went off? Mark's friend. Harrison Smith, baby. He had a fumble recovery. He had a pick. 
He just did good things. <laughs> that is a bad man. It is. That's a bad man. <laughs> Dalvin Cook says he's fine. He didn't look it. When he got No, he said it again. After he got injured and left this game, he's like, I'm good. No, he did not look it. When he got hurt, he his looked like he was in destroyed. a lot of pain. His shoulder is destroyed. He was in a lot. He couldn't even get up. You know why? Because he's getting stingers, and he's just like, yeah. like he'll feel fine after the game, but it's like that stinger comes back, and it's just like yeah, he couldn't even get up. Like they had to help him up. He couldn't get up. And when that report came out, when he said he's fine again and he's looking to play next week, and Mike Zimmer said the same thing. No, something's up here. You're like shoving painkillers down his throat or something <laughs> like that. I don't know what's going on, but he's not fine. They, he yeah, really I mean, was Matt, everyone rushing in this game or what? I, I know. <laughs> It's just it might be longer than the receiving yeah, list. Mike Bo- <laughs> it is. Mike Boone had 13 carries, 56 yards and two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook 9 carries, 27 yards. Uh Amir Abdullah 5 carries, 25 yards. Kirk Cousins 3 carries, 14 yards. Ola BC Johnson 1 carry, 6 yards. CJ Ham 1 carry, 5 yards. Stephon Diggs 1 carry, 4 yards. Adam Thielen 1 carry, 3 yards. Sean Manny in their backup quarterback at 3 carries and negative 3 yards. I guess he just kneeled the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane i've never seen that before i've never uh, seen so many people run the ball kirk cousins 19 carries 25 yards 25 attempts not yards 207 yards a touchdown and a pick but you don't need to do that much work when your defense is absolutely tearing into the the chargers uh stefan takes four receptions 76 yards adam Thielen comes back he catches all three of his targets on three receptions 20 for 27 yards he's easing back into it kyle yeah. rudolph three receptions 48 yards again nothing much is happening i remember the irv smith touchdown when he was wide open into the end zone uh chargers nothing just that philip rivers when when things when it rains it pours for philip rivers like as soon as he throws one pick it's like you have to have three before the end of the game yeah yeah it's not good it's ridiculous melvin gordon had two fumbles in this game austin eckler did what Austin Eckler should be doing? Yeah. <laughs> what Not is, have 100 receiving yards and 100 rushing yards no, in the same game? No, but he's projected to have a lot more, a lot of points going into fantasy next week. But Keenan Allen, nine receptions, 99 yards. Mike Williams, four, Mike Williams, four receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. <sighs> Nothing much else. You have 10 points on the board. What else can you do, honestly? Nothing. Did Melvin Gordon get hurt this game? Melvin Ingram, sorry. Not Melvin, Melvin Ingram? Yeah, because he had that one pick. I don't know if he was taken out of the game. I remember something happened. I w- didn't even watch the game. Yeah. I don't know because it was bad. They just kept showing the highlights of someone getting a pick. But that was yeah, about it. That's all it was. But congrats, kudos to the Vikings, though. But who do they? Who are they finishing up the season with? Is my question. Division. Do they have Green Bay? Yeah. yeah. Division. Let's go. Let's go. This and could that's change. A Monday my nose is itchy. Night game. Your nose was itchy last time, too. I know. It happens. I think I think that's the sign telling me to end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this is a Monday game. We have a lot of Saturday games going into next week. Was there like three Saturday There's three, games? yeah. I think there's is one there at one. That, one if, I don't know. I got... N- I have no clue why they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, no clue either, but Packers-Vikings? I know I said, you know, the NFC East is, has, a, has a game of the week, but this could this probably gives me a run for my money a bit, but it's Monday night. That's a very important game. It's Monday night. Kirk Cousins. I don't know about so that. So Packers. <laughs> so Packers. <laughs> but they're still gonna have a playoff spot. Uh, still, so Packers. Still Packers. <laughs> Done with this game. Yo, these games suck. I'm Get so sorry. <laughs> so, Get it off the screen. This is the game that you, uh, you've been probably waiting to talk oh. about. Is the Atlanta Falcons oh. beating the San Francisco 49ers, who are the one seed falling to the five seed, 29 Ooh. to 22. The Falcons are five and nine. I projected them to go 13 and three, but that's not the point. Uh, the, fr- <laughs> the Niners are 11 and three now, um, and now people are questioning if they're good or not. Um, it ended on a bang, I would say. Um, yeah. 
that was Julio's touchdown. It right? was he Julio's across touchdown. The plane, yes, but the first one got called back because Austin Hooper Austin didn't Hooper. have full control yeah. of the ball, and it wasn't even a touchdown to really begin with. It was just kind of it was just reviewed because it had to be reviewed. But looked like he crossed the plane. They won fair and square. Nothing crazy happened. The Niners didn't. I don't know what was going on with them. I I, I couldn't. I can't tell you. What What do you think of this performance? And what do you think about your boy Julio? See, this is what I have to say. They did everything that everyone has been wanting them to do over the past whatever 14 weeks. But it's too late. Exactly. They were they only ended up having one sack. Vic Beasley got the only sack. But they were still causing some sort of pressure on Garoppolo. They were getting pressure. They were getting QB pressures. Their defense was playing, I mean, not bad because when you're getting pressure, it's a little bit easier for your defense to cover some guys because they they're not trying to cover them for 5 6 seconds. It's, it's very hard to do. Then on offense, the offensive line did well. Yeah. I thought Matt Ryan was just going to be sacked play after play because they have been It was happened with the Saints. Exactly. It's going to happen with the Niners because they're the best defense. And and I'm just like I'm thinking that's it. Like that and I'm I'm watching Red Zone. I didn't even want to put the game on cuz I knew I was like, "Oh, this is not going to be good." And, it, and the game started at 425, and it's almost like 5 o'clock probably. And I'm like, why have I not seen anything yet? Like, yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, this is strange. So I flipped to the game, and it's 0-0 going into the second quarter. And I was just like, hmm. That's probably why it's not on the screen. I was like, what is... it was tied at halftime. Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? There just so wasn't, I'm watching, any, wasn't any scoring and, happening. And the third thing that they did, that, they find, that they've been... Everyone has been waiting for them to do, feed Julio. That's all you need to do. I don't understand why it took getting rid of Mohamed Sanu and Calvin Ridley getting hurt for you to realize that's what you need to do. But that's what you need to do. He put up, what, like 130 yards or something? He had like a, I think it was somewhere around there. 134 yards, yeah. two touchdowns. And, and two touchdowns. Like That's numbers he should be getting at 13 receptions. He should be yeah, doing that if, most weeks. Because, listen, it's, it's a big comparison between Drew Brees and... Michael Thomas, but Matt Ryan should be doing the same thing with Julio Jones. Exactly, and and the strangest thing about Matt Ryan that I, I found out is he Matt Ryan is five and zero versus the number one pass defense in his career. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I don't know, but he is five and zero when it comes to the best pass defense when he goes against them. Huh. So that's a strange. This team is just like a like they're just in like an. Phenomenal. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenal. I don't know what they are. How Matt Ryan did not throw one pick in this game is beyond me. I mean, to be fair, they didn't have Sherman out there. To be fair. He says he's the best corner in the league. To be fair, they did have some injuries. And I think, to be honest, I think the main reason that that Atlanta ended up winning this game is because they had so much history with Shanahan that he was their offensive oh, coordinator for two years. I didn't even put two and two together. Like he was their that. offensive coordinator for two years, so you Dang. can't tell me that that defense doesn't have a little bit of knowledge yeah, on how he got, plays. They got some notes. They got some notes. So, so that's what I'm saying. I feel like that that also had a little bit to do with it. And uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't expect it to happen, but it did. And and now we're here. <laughs> that's true. And uh, there's a lot of rumblings that Austin Hooper is going to get a massive contract. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, game-changing contract. Whoever's going to get it first, it's between him, Ertz, and uh, Kittle. Yeah, I mean, before he got hurt, he was doing great. I mean, he's still probably not... The best, probably the best tight end in the league. Yeah, and he's still not doing bad. And and one of the, the last interesting thing that I want to bring up about the Falcons is that Matt Ryan was in a press conference today with the media, and he said that every player is rallying. They want to keep Quinn. They like him as a coach. They're fighting in order to keep him around. Uh, enough. <laughs> They're fighting. They're going to get it. 
And and but that's the thing. And what I'm not the understanding blanks are, the blanks are going to keep him. Yeah, and and what I'm not understanding is clearly he when he's right, he's right. And and this was one of those games where you know everything clicked. And and there's been a few of those this this year. There's been five to be exact. But it's like when it's bad, it's bad. And and that's the thing. I feel like it's too inconsistent. And the the five wins he has are against teams that he has history with. He yeah. beat he beat the Panthers twice which is a division game. He beat the Saints, which is a division game. He beat the 49ers, which, as I mentioned, was Kyle Shanahan, and he has experience with him. And then they beat the Eagles, and we've played them for the last three years. Yeah. All teams you have a lot of knowledge with. You guys almost held Jimmy G to under 200 yards passing. Yeah. Yeah, a touchdown. And, and with a banged-up defense. Too. They still like Raheem Mostert. I'll never figure out why. I mean, he's fine, but it just looks weird. The fact that they have Tevin Coleman, and he's not the one getting all the carries. But, you know... You'll do what you can with four carries. He ended up getting 40 yards. Well, Raheem Mostert had 14 carries, 54 yards, a touchdown, but he also fumbled, I think, at the end of the game. George Kittle's yeah. a stud. He had, whoa, same stat line as Julio. Just minus touchdowns. Minus the two touchdowns. George Kittle's a stud. Did you see him laughing when he, uh, he pancaked? Was, he, he, Ricardo Allen, yeah. Yeah, he pancaked Ricardo Allen. He was laughing. How can you not like George Kittle, honestly? <laughs> uh, check gets in the end zone. I, I, I. Honestly, to sum up this game, I guess you're right. They have some notes on Kyle Shanahan. What he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do. I guess they figured that out. Yeah. Kudos to the Falcons, though. But that didn't you say this helps the Saints? It, it was a bittersweet win, yes. Because it helps the Saints. Because now it helps the Saints. I mean... Yeah. In the NFC on the standings. I mean, if, if the if the Falcons now can, from here on win out, because they got the Jaguars and then the, the Bucks, if they, if they find a way to win out, they're going to finish 7-9. and nine. I just I don't see how you could have two back to back seven and nine at best seasons, and, and keep a coach around. I mean I know that Sean Payton had that with with the Saints and they stuck with him and and now they're doing great and and I know that that, that it's just because you're doing seven and nine you're not doing awful you're not I mean you know you mentioned the Giants and they're trying to get rid of Shermer but he's had terrible seasons yeah like they were nowhere near having a winning season the Falcons are are close they're not getting it obviously but they're close. And, and I feel like Dan Quinn has made some adjustments that are helping. I mean, he was calling the defense. He got he, he took that off and, and started using two other guys on, on his staff, and he let them start calling the plays, and, and it's changed their defense. They've definitely been more competitive since, and I feel like, you know, that's an adjustment that was needed to be done. And maybe if it was done earlier this season, maybe not the playoffs, but the season could have ended with a winning record. Maybe instead of going 7-9 and nine at best, they could have been 9-7. and seven. True. But it's just I, I don't. It's hard because I I know what Dan Quinn is going to bring, and as I mentioned, you know, seven and nine last year with a bunch of injuries, and maybe six seven wins this year. That's not an awful season. All asking for him to come back aside. Do you want him back? I think. I think you were calling for his job a couple weeks ago. I see. I wasn't happy with what he was doing, and and I'm still not happy with what he's doing. But if the players want him, just... but but I feel like if the players want him, they're going to play for him which they did this game and i mean that's going to improve their team and i feel like you never know what you're going to get out of the next coach i mean dan quinn has just brought this whole brotherhood thing and and he's brought in, he brought all of this together with, with these guys where they're all so close now and and they play for each other and and it's a great unit that's what they play they play as a great unit and right. i mean it's very hard to to bring that together and and the fact that he did that he brings a great presence to the team but it's just like What's hard is the results aren't there. So, so in one aspect, I really like the the presence that he's bringing with that team and you and uniting them and and making them 
basically one team they fight for each other and if they lose they lose if they win they win and they're doing it together but i don't like obviously the losing seasons i mean they have a, a ton of talent and it's, it's just not producing are you sure about that yes i am sure <laughs> good uh <laughs> let's move on to the bill Steelers. so that was a good transition uh, Bills Steelers, yeah, we talked about this before. The Bills ended up taking this game 17 to 10. This is their first primetime game in a very, very long time, and they finally proved that they deserve to be on primetime. They're now 10 and 4 on the season, while the Pittsburgh Steelers fall to 8 and 6. Again, Duck, Duck Hodges had four picks, one touchdown. It's just disgusting. James Conner comes back. Good to see him being on the field. James Washington had five receptions, 83 yards. Should have had more. Um, you know, if Hodges saw things properly uh, juju is still questionable going into next week i honestly think shut him down um <laughs> but yeah uh, the, it's just the fact that they're eight and six it's kind of just like uh we're gonna try, we're actually gonna give this a shot yeah you know what i mean um, i mean they're that last seed in the wild card right now yeah so it's like they kind of gotta put all they can into it and they're going again they're moving forward with hodges going into next week um they play which, the jets they got the jets so i think defensively he's gonna get a little bit of help there so, so I they're, think they're probably ending nine and seven yeah so that's probably probably I mean if the, they play the Ravens last week if they don't end up playing a lot of their starters maybe they have a better chance to win there but I don't know this was the game with all the Edmonds right yes and that's the first time in like a hundred years three, that three pair, brothers three yeah. brothers have played in the same game yeah that was insane Josh Allen 13 completions 25 attempts 139 yards a touchdown and a pick very Josh Allen like but you know we got the work done uh, Devin Singletary, 21, carries 87 yards, while Josh Allen also gets into the end zone rushing. Had seven carries, 28 yards. I think I, if I were the Bills, I would stop making like I would stop making Josh Allen run so much. Like let's toss it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he's got he's got a he's got a, he's got a hose. Yeah, I mean it's just hard. I feel like a lot of times though his he instincts runs, like they gotta go. I was just gonna say I feel remember like he, when he, he runs because he gets, go, he gets run after. Remember when he single handedly beat the Vikings last year? Yeah, he, I think in Vegas they, they took everyone's money. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and I mean he's single. What happens is he's running because he's getting pressured. That's really what it is. He's not running. I don't. There are not many designed run plays for him. It's just. You know, the defense comes in and he goes, well, I got to get out. And, yeah, and, he, and I got to get it. out of here. Yeah, it makes sense. John Brown, seven receptions, 99 yards. He's a pretty good target. Good signing by them um, in, the, in the past offseason. Tyler Croft, one reception, gets into the end zone as well. Uh, Cole Beasley comes back down from that high. He had, he had one yeah. reception for six yards. But nothing much doing there. It's their defense that went off because, again, Duck Hodges had four um, interceptions in Poirier. Poyer, Poyer, <laughs> I think it's Poyer. Poyer, yeah. Uh, he had two, two picks. Or one of them one. got called. He had one, but one of them was called. Then back. White got two. Yeah, Shadavius White got two. Yeah. <laughs> what else can I say? This is flex the prime time. It. But again, the Bills being ten and four—that's absolutely insane to me. And uh, they clinched a playoff spot. I know, and they, by they, winning. So they finished with the Patriots and the Jets, and they don't have to worry about a thing. Nope, they're in. They're in. And. uh Again, we mentioned before we had the discussion. We're not going to do it again, but if they're knocked out in the first round, it's like how how would you feel about that? Do you want your team making the playoffs every year, getting knocked out in the first round, or would you rather just suck and rebuild and hope for get better players? I think that's a ridiculous question. I think everyone would take week going to the playoffs, but yeah. I don't know if it was the Giants. Like it's exciting to watch, but it's like freaking knocked out in the first round. What is the purpose? What's the point? Just to lead up the heartbreak. It's like at least yeah. you know when they suck, they suck, you know? And it's like, yo, we're going for Chase Young. Like, you yeah. know, that's like an exciting thing to go for. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, 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 deep down, I would take the playoffs. It's just like I'm thinking, like, I don't know. I just I guess I just haven't seen the Giants make the playoffs in a while, I guess. Since, yeah. Since McAdoo, but 
that was like you have the easiest schedule of all time. Oh yeah, and you're gonna get knocked out in the first round. Yeah, and that's exactly so what it's happened. like. Why lead up the heartbreak like that? You know what I mean? And have hope. Let's talk about the Colts and Saints. And the only thing I'm gonna talk about is a man named Drew Brees. He had one incompletion all game long. He had 29 completions, 30 attempts, 307 yards, four touchdowns. And he's number one in all time passing touchdowns. And yeah, all time passing and all time passing touchdowns. And Peyton Manning said last year, it's like, I'm just going to congratulate you right now on yeah. that one, too, because you're on pace to, to break that one, too. Um, Tom Brady is still in the discussion to probably He's only, break that record. He's only two or again. three behind. Yeah. But everyone's just like, when, well, watch Tom Brady break it. No one's going to talk about it. <laughs> but it's just like Drew Brees on Monday night. He just keeps breaking records. On Monday night, yeah. Dude is an absolute stud. Took me to the promised land in the playoffs and also to the championship. I I appreciate you, Drew Brees. Sorry for benching you when you threw five touchdowns and had 40 points against the 49ers. I, I just didn't think you would do so well. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, now I know Matt Ryan can do well too. Maybe it's just the division thing. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, 14 carries, 66 yards. He hasn't done too well on the ground as of late. They've been incorporating Latavius Murray into the offense a little more. Yeah. I've, I've been noticing. Michael Thomas, what do I have to say about this guy? Dude, 12, car- 12 receptions. I almost said carries. He had 12 receptions, 128 yards, and a touchdown. This dude, is, you really can't guard Mike. You really can't. Did you see what Booger McFarlane said? Yes, his, his name I be, did. He should, he should change his name to Best Hands of the Business. I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> he, he was trending last night because of that. When he, when and, he, he drew, and he drew a, a PP on the screen. When he, I did. <laughs> did you see that? Yes, I did. He's like, see, the two defenders right here, and nobody's going to be over here. <laughs> here it is. Hold on. Yeah, booger. <laughs> Way better. <Did> I- <laughs> Yo, get, get someone get his this his man's booger McFarland's. What are you doing? He's Zion in thirty years. That's what Zion's. Whose man's like. is this? Come get him. What'd you say? He's he, he looks like Zion in like thirty years. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. I forgot about that. But yeah, <laughs> Michael Thomas. You really can't guard him. It's impossible. He had that one-handed catch. Yeah, he did. That looked like he had full control of it, even though it was bobbling. Yeah, it was like, it was like yeah, no one's getting that. <laughs> Bro, nothing was going on in the, in the Colts side. Like nothing. no, I'm so glad I benched Kobe for Gardner Minshew. Shout out to you also for telling me to start him. <laughs> yeah, I think I was gonna do it anyway, but now I'm definitely glad I didn't start him. Oh yeah, that would have killed me. Um, Jared Cook, four receptions, 54 yards. He did well too. I feel like just downfield, everyone was catching, catching oh, the ball. Oh yeah, because again, he only had one game completion. So and, that, and then I was just watching TV. I'm like, how is he completing all of these passes? I know it was it was it's insane. insane. Taysom Hill again has a lot of touchdown passes <laughs> to him. Yeah, two oh, two look. receptions, forty two yards, and a touchdown. What'd you think of the flag thrown on the record setting, you know, touchdown pass yeah, right before halftime? Was... It was awkward because like they had like, the camera angle. He was going off. He's like, yeah, his family's I know. like, yeah, like they're going crazy, and they're just like, and then they we're gonna wait until after halftime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Just let them have it. it, it yeah, they they like to they like to throw flags in the Saints. Yeah. They like to do that in New Orleans and then not and throw so it on who, the opponents. Who caught the uh, – it was Josh Hill, right? Josh no, Hill. no, no, no. That it was, was, was uh, Traquan Smith. It was to Traquan Smith, right? But then I guess he like just added to it with Josh Hill later on. I think so, yeah. I guess so. I think it was to Traquan Smith. I think that's who caught it. On the Colts side, dude, Jacoby Brissett did nothing. If he, you know who was trending that game on Twitter? Whose name was trending? Anyone you could think of. Not his. I'm saying a different guy. On the Colts? Was. He was on the Colts? Yeah. Recently. Oh, Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck. He was trending. Dude, imagine this Monday night game. Andrew Luck. Drew Brees. 
Er. <laughs> yeah, I that would have that's probably why it was a Monday night game to begin with. Yeah. Um, by yeah. the way, all I needed was to hold like like I needed Drew Brees to get me a significant lead in fantasy, but also Marlon Mack and Zach Pascal to get nothing going. And they, and did, they did that. It. They did it. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it. You're amazing. Everyone was saying like, "Yo, T.Y. Hilton's back." Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, you would have no. never known. Nothing. Literally every play, like he would run the route and we're like, "Let's take him off the field." Yeah. <laughs> like they don't even put him back. He would have like a bunch of breaks. Um, but yeah, literally nothing doing for the Colts. The only touchdown they got was to Jordan Wilkins, and it wasn't even that exciting. The whole point of that night was Drew Brees and how amazing he is, and the fact that he doesn't have an MVP in this league is absolutely insane. And the fact that you gave it to Pat Mahomes and also gave him Offensive Player of the Year will forever piss me off. But you know, it is what it is. He deserves MVP, and the fact that Matt Ryan does and Drew Brees doesn't makes no sense mathematically to me. It, and Cam Newton. I I mean I think it was just because. What, do you that, have to run the ball to be like? Do you have to be a running quarterback to be an MVP? Because m- mind you, the only reason Matt Ryan got the MVP because again Kyle Shanahan he had a phenomenal season, absolutely insane. So mm-hmm. it's like, of course he's gonna get MVP. But Cam Newton gets MVP because he runs. You know, yeah. Pat Mahomes gets MVP because he's like an electric player. He can throw downfield, but he can also run. And you know, that's not the big part of his game is the fact that he could throw, but he could also extend plays and he does like you know backwards trick shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be flashy like that now to get MVPs? I mean. I would say no because you could be flashy but suck and you're not going to get MVP. <laughs> but Drew Brees is not flashy. He just throws touchdowns. No, he's he not. Is. But he, like I said, as I mentioned last week, now it's, it's Lamar just, Jackson. It's just unfortunately, whenever he decides to have a really good season, someone else has an even better season. That's and, and that's just what happens. That's true. It's the curse of Drew Brees. I think he's going to end up finishing his career without an MVP. There's a good chance he does. Good chance. Oh, I really wish. Like, just come back next year and just light it up. Just get yeah. this MVP. Watching that guy play is absolutely insane. I yeah. do not respect that guy. He he is very good. I don't like to say it. But I, almost, I almost forget all the time the fact that he's such like a dedicated saint yeah. that he was on the Chargers at one point in his career. Yeah, that's I, where he started. That's where he started, yeah. And he did well for them, too. They just moved on from him, that's all. Yeah, because of his injury. Did you see Teddy Bridgewater all game was saying that Drew Brees was his uncle? <laughs> no. He kept turning to the camera that was fil- filming him saying, he's my uncle. <laughs> I didn't see for that. For some weird reason. <laughs> Do you know Teddy Bridgewater's Instagram, uh, Twitter handle? And I just kind of realized it today, how funny it is. No, what is it? It's Teddy B underscore, because it's a bridge, H2O. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy B underscore H2O. <laughs> That's I find funny. that hilarious. That is pretty funny. It is. It is. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Do you want to see someone else take over the reins, or would you rather Teddy Bridgewater be the guy next up? I don't know if he's going to stick around. Well, they he, did pay he, him a lot of money. I know what I'm saying. He came in for Drew Brees, and he did great. He got them wins. So, so it's like, do you keep that guy or what? What I'm saying is... You I don't mean, have to start from scratch with a rookie quarterback with Sean Payton. He'd I mean, rather work with true, guys he wants. But, but I don't know how much longer he'd really be able to last. Not. It's very rare that people, you know, like Payton, Eli, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, it's very rare that guys like this last this long. I mean... Who knows how much longer Teddy Bridgewater really has? So, that's very I, true. I don't know if he's the the long term option. That's what Sean Payton said, but you know, 
Who knows? So it is now time to do our picks. I don't know if you already made your picks or you're going to do them live. I'm nope, doing them live. I, I made my picks. Okay, I'm doing I them. I am ready. I'm doing them live. But So just to kind of give everyone a heads up, we got three games on Saturday. At 1 o'clock, we got the Texans and the Buccaneers. Bills and the Patriots at 4.30 and 8.15 on primetime. we got the Rams and the 49ers. Yes, on Saturday, we got three games. And then I burped. Um, and then a couple games, on, and then we have our slate of games on Sunday that should be pretty interesting, I would say. Better than this week, 100%. Like, Saints and Titans, I'm very excited to watch. Yeah. That should be good. That should be very good. And then week 17. Uh, sadly ending. Sadly ending, and there'll probably be a bunch of guys being benched. And by the way, tell Mark, week 16 should be the championship, and that's it. Yeah. Why it, does it have to go to week 17? There's no reason. It should be one and done. Did you see the screenshot of how I won last year? Everyone had eight points. Oh, yeah. I did and I won because everyone got eight points. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun at all. It's no. fun to win, but I want to win on like a one-week thing. Like, you know, yeah. it's hard to have the two-week thing. Whatever. Uh, all right, so let's do it. I'm doing my picks live right here. Haven't even looked. Um, Texans, Buccaneers, who you got? I got the Texans. I got the Texans as well. Uh, Bills, Patriots. I got the Pats, but that was a reluctant Pats. It is a reluctant Pats because... Last time they saw each other, this was when the Patriots were considered the most dominant team in the league, and this was in Buffalo. Yeah. Almost lost as if Josh Allen didn't get hurt and he didn't get that concussion. Mm-hmm. So who knows what would have happened. I don't know what's going to happen here. The Bills have, you know, they've impressed me with that win on primetime, but it's like I don't know what to think about this game. It's yeah, on it was, Saturday. It, Maybe that throws some people off. It was a very hard game to pick. Oh. I was debating. Listen, I'm going to go Patriots. Again, it's a trap, so I, I can't fall in the trap, okay? They got the Rams and the Niners. I think this should be a very, very close game. It might be like a really – I would take the under on this game. I picked the Niners. I think they're they're going to redeem themselves. You think so? Yeah. I'm also taking the Niners here, not because you did, okay? Just making that clear. All right. All right, so we got a 5-9 and nine and a 5-9 and nine Jaguars and Falcons. Do I even have to say who you're picking here? Oh, you know who I'm picking. The Falcons. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Do I, yeah. I don't even have to you ask know you. know who I'm picking. I'm picking the Jaguars. I mean, I'm picking them because based on that comment that they're playing for Dan Quinn, I think that they are really, I mean. They're going to pull through? I think they're going to pull through. And if they did it, in my opinion, if you're coming off a win against the 49ers, I feel like you're coming into this week like, hey, we just took down probably the best, maybe one of the best teams in the NFC right now. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Um. Yeah these these past uh, these past three games that I had to pick here were kind of tough. Like they weren't yeah. like a sure thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bengals Dolphins. I feel like I've been waiting for that matchup all I year. Been. I'm picking the Dolphins. I don't know. I'm I'm going Dolphins. I can't pick the the Bengals. But would you be surprised if the Bengals won? They're really bad right a, now. A little. A little. I'd be a I mean, little Andy Dolan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, eh, I guess it's like a head-to-head type yeah. thing, I guess. Both in the top 50 in passing yards all time, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks! That's Andy Dolan. Uh, Ravens, Browns. Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> Saints, Titans. I'm picking the Saints. Are you? I'm picking the Saints. I'm going Saints, too. If the Texans... Uh, lost to the Titans. I think I would think a little differently here because I think the Colts just had an off night. So, Panthers, Colts. I think the Colts rebound. 
they need to rebound against yeah. the Panthers. But well, if Will Greer goes off, I won't be surprised. Nope, I wouldn't. Because be haven't aren't the Colts on a losing streak right now? Uh yeah, I think so. Giants, Redskins, both three and eleven. Wow. I'm picking the Giants. <laughs> I only have one question for you. Are you sure about that? I am positive. I, I don't know, dude. Adrian Peterson can run all over this this front here. I don't care. That's my pick. And I mean, I'm sticking with listen, it. Listen, I picked against the Giants last week. Do I do it again? Do I do it again? I don't know. Do you? Who's starting at quarterback? For oh, for the Giants, we have no clue. <laughs> this might change. All right. I'm going with the Redskins until Eli Manning's the starting quarterback. Okay, let's go with that. All right. Steelers, Jets. Steel- Steelers. Steelers. Lions, Broncos. Uh, I believe I picked the Broncos. Yeah, I think I think Drew Lock bounces I back. The here. Broncos, yeah. Raiders, Chargers. Oh boy. I picked the Raiders. <laughs> Was it because the last time they versed each other? I'm prime I'm just time? I'm just going with it. That game sucked. I, it did. I'm going with it. I don't know You're why. Going I Raiders. Just, I just had a gut feeling. And I just yep. Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders as well. Cow. This is this is this 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 is tough. <laughs> Eagles Cowboys. They versed each other once because they're in the same division. Obviously. But the Cowboys destroyed them. They now are competing to get that one spot to be in the playoffs. I, Who I, gets it? I think, I think the Cowboys got it. I thought that too. That's what I think. But I don't know. I, I didn't know either. All right, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's got to be the Cowboys. Because listen, they still got Gallup. They still got Amari Cooper. They still got Jason Witten scoring touchdowns here and there. The Eagles have no one. They have Greg Ward. I mean, I mean, yeah. he was fine, but you can't throw to Ertz all the time. No, you can't. Miles Sanders is running the ball. Sometimes he's one-dimensional. Sometimes he's not. I think he's very talented, but it's like you can't go with the team that that does, doesn't have the personnel. I don't know. No, you cannot. Cardinal Seahawks. 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 <laughs> Got two more here. Chiefs, Bears. I picked the Chiefs. Picking the Chiefs as well. You already said Packers, so we I got did, Packers, yes. Vikings. That's tough, but I think the Vikings are the Vikings, and this is where you know they actually have a time to shine here, and it's on Monday night. I don't know about that, bro. I'm going with the Packers. Um, and did you put in a tiebreaker score for the Packers and the Vikings? I didn't, but if you want me to, I will. Go for it. I think it's going to be twenty-seven to twenty. I'm going to go 28-19. Oh. I wrote that in right before you said that. <laughs> so let's go. Let's get it. Submit the picks. Let's do it. They're in. Send me those picks later. We'll add them up in the totals. All right. I'm ahead by two. Somehow, some way. We went over the math before doing this. Chris is in disbelief. He thinks he should be down by one. But it's all right. But it's okay. We got <laughs> two weeks to go. We do. And you still have a shot. I do, I do. But we picked a lot of the same games. Again, it's going to change whatever whoever's starting for the Giants. Yeah, I think there was one or two games we had definitely. This may change, but All I'll right. let you know if it does. All righty. All right, so we're going to end up the epi- end the episode here. Sorry if it was a little bit of a boring episode. This week, this slate of games was not good. It was not good. But at least going into next week, we know we got Saturday games, and we also got you know a couple of these games are a little tough to choose from because of how bad teams are. Yeah. And we have games of the week like Packers Vikings and. You know, Cowboys, Cowboys Eagles. Eagles. It should be a very interesting week 16. We're almost to the end after week 17, which basically doesn't even count, um, you know, with all these, you know, starters that are going to be sitting out instead of actually playing. Uh, but 
either way, we're heading towards the end of the regular season, heading into the playoffs. How you feeling? How, what do you what do you think? It, it's been it's definitely been an a, an interesting season. Do I you, feel like teams are getting better. Like I said, you could have ten wins and you might not even make the playoffs. But That's, over the past couple of years, do you think this will be a more exciting postseason that we've seen in a very long time? I think that there's the the talent is kind of distributed, but amongst the teams. So I feel like it's gonna be they're gonna be better matchups at least on paper. I think there's gonna be better matchups. I think so too. There's gonna be some really good matchups. I think there's yeah. I think there's, there's a lot be, of like potential previews that we could see. Like we saw the the Niners and the in the the Ravens, but there, there could be, you know, other matchups too. Exactly. And I mean, even within like, you know, the playoff to, no, to get to that Super Bowl, when you, you think about it, you have some of these guys. And like I mentioned, the wild card, they're trying to get that by the wild you know card. I mean? They're, they're teams. The fifth seed is, they're the 49ers and they have 11 wins and that's a fifth seed. Yeah. That's crazy. It's cause the NFC East messed be, up everything because there's, there's really no, like usually when you think of a wild card minus the giants, when they decided to win the Super Bowl twice as a wild card, but minus that, like you, you never you think like okay they're probably not going to last too long and you think of it more of like a as it should be it's kind of like all right it's like an easy win and then you move on to the next week right. but i feel like that's not the case this year i feel like the wild card teams are still for the most part they're they're pretty good i feel like it's still going to be tough teams yeah we're going to have to see what happens anyway anyone in your fantasy championships good luck I'm in two different fantasy championships so wish good luck to me as well too bad it goes to week 17 we're going to have to talk to our, our uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our commissioners we figure are. that out. That's absolutely ridiculous. And also, we're not in PPR, and I, I know that that's that's a sin in, in fantasy nowadays. But anyway, if you're not in the playoffs or you're not in the championship, um, get better. I, I don't know. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at franchise tag pod. You could uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, franchise tag NFL podcast. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts as well, so it's on everyone's iPhone. Everyone has an iPhone, and if you have a an android wrong google podcast it's not google play anymore so no excuses there listen to our podcast and if you're on apple podcast make sure to leave a rating and review and anywhere else you stream our podcast make sure to leave a rating review if you can um tell a friend about our podcast if you're, in, if you're into sports and they're into sports and you're trying to give them something to listen to and get involved with it we'd really appreciate it so anyway we're gonna end it off here thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week